hey, core listeners, uh, it's going to be a little bit unusual, but I'm going to ask you to check out something else we do on the Frog Pants Network. In fact, a lot, a lot, a lot of times at the end of core, you might hear us recommend our D&D show on the weekends. There will be dungeons. And <clears throat> we do that because we think you'd like it, first of all, as uh, as gamers and perhaps lovers of Dungeons and Dragons. But um, sometimes that's not enough, I think. Some listeners need to hear a taste to know what we're talking about. And so I'm putting up an extra post this week on the core feed that is our most recent episode of There Will Be Dungeons. And while it is a second part to a two-parter one-off that we did, and separate from the main year-long campaign we just completed uh, that we're about to start phase two of next week, I still think it will give you a great taste of what you're missing and the kind of role play and the kind of gameplay that we look to have on There Will Be Dungeons. So, uh, if you're not into it, you can just skip all this if you want, delete it from your player. But if you want to have your mind open a little bit, sit down and relax, or take the dog for a walk, and listen to There Will Be Dungeons with me, Bo, John, Kyle, and Kristen. And we'll see you next week for a whole new core. Hello, everyone, and welcome to part two of a one-off adventure of There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, Kristen, and Kyle, and we're all here to uh, try to have D&D time today. It's going to be fantastic. We're super stoked about it, and as you know, we are continuing a two-parter that John Jagger is running. We started it last week. If you haven't heard last week's, I recommend checking it out and then follow up with us for this episode because it will have its grand conclusion. And by that, I mean next week we start up year two, the second phase of the Dragon Engine campaign that you've all come to know and love with Varel Hope, uh, Stanley, Diane Tallis, Nash, and of course our DM, Slippy John McGee over there. That's Bo Schwartz. Yep. I, I like Slippy John better. I think we should change my name. Contained one of our names, but not his. Words are coming to me funny today. But anyway, <clears throat> let's do this. <laughs> We're going to dive right in before we do a quick email and a tea recommendation. Before we do the tea, let's talk about the email. This came to us over at the website, therewillbedungeons.com. And the email is from Jim. Or I'm sorry, I'm reading the wrong one. We chose this one. Sorry. Uh, it's going to be this one from Talizarel. Uh, 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 this was last Thursday or just Thursday says this, for the one shot, they described the inverse world as a haven from the magic plague. But John said there was no magic in the inverse as well. So I'm confused. John, you want to explain that? Sure. So uh, a lot of the history that exists in this world is, first of all, 100,000 years old. And so there is what is just considered common history. Might be different from what the reality is. Uh, but there is a plague that exists beyond the barrier called the anathema, and that was believed to be created by a human wizard. So it is believed to be magic in origin. Why something magical in nature is able to devour magic, I don't know. We would have to find out more about that, I guess, or mm. to find out if that's even true. But uh, you're right. That is a good question. But that's about all the hints I can give you. Oh, I see. So perhaps we'll learn more today about why that might be. Good question, though. You can send your own questions to us. 
about this and our main campaign anytime you want. Again, there will be dungeons.com where you can also follow a link to get our signature teas. Bo's cracked one open uh, this afternoon. Bo, what do you so, have? No live pouring today, but because um, I poured it out prior to starting the show because I was so excited to try it. It's uh, Soothing Black Leaf. Is that backwards on the camera? Well, it's, Vare- it's called Varel's Soothing Black Leaf. Sorry, right? excuse me. Varel's Soothing Black Leaf. Uh, soothing Black Leaf. Uh-huh. <laughs> Enunci- enunciate. <laughs> enunciate. And um, anyways, it's delicious. In the campaign, it's the leaf he uses as a loincloth, right? It's the one that covers his doo-doo. Is that the one? Yeah. I hope so. That's I think that as the, the ah. extra spice comes from the smegma. Oh, my gosh. Bo, you know, <laughs> I, I took it up to this, like, area near the fence, but then Bo said, don't worry about it. Get over the fence and let's just You're leap like off. feet past the fence. <laughs> Still going. Well, let that not deter you folks from going over to phoenixpearltea.com slash DWBD and picking up a signature blend <laughs> of There like Will the Be fact. Dungeons Tea. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry about your it's leaf, sand. Kyle. It's mostly sand. That's fine. Uh, As Anakin says, he hates sand. Yeah, I hate he, sand. he hates sand. Uh, all right, before uh, well, we're done. That's it. We're not going to waste any more time because John's got a little bit of a recap and he's going to launch us into part two of our one shot. John, take it away. All right. So last week, our party formed to complete a seemingly easy mission in a part of the continent known as the Badlands. One of the ancient way stations that power the magical barrier that protects our world had begun to lose power and fail. They were tasked with accompanying an engineer named Hemshaw to the way station to fix it, with a secondary objective of learning what caused the way station to fail. And it was on the train to the Badlands that we met our party. Inspector Baffo Saltz, a tabaxi detective and rogue, played by Bo, Lealta Godfrey, and Asamar Cleric, played by Kristen, and Garpoon, a Goliath mercenary who has a small rat that lives in his armor, played by Scott. As they neared the town, they were attacked by a group of human bandits who seemed to be after the engineer. However, all the bandits were seemingly killed or managed to escape. Once the party arrived in Common's Rest, they met Elder Leon Kerala and their fourth party member, an unbranded human druid named Spores Meyer, played by Kyle. The party left Hemshaw with the Elder and the town guard Takuri to prepare. They were ultimately called to a secret meeting in a place just west of town called the Gnarls. An elven woman named Zia Rosewood told them that humans were the most likely candidates for the way station sabotage and should be investigated. Though the party was skeptical of her, they did consider checking the human camp in the Gnarls, but were interrupted by the appearance of a Janasi and her orc bodyguards. As combat broke out, the barrier began to fail, pulling water through small rifts that kept opening. As their fight reached its apex, a massive rift opened, and a huge ship began to fall through it. But the rift closed on the ship, and it sheared the front third of the ship off, smashing it down into the ground below. Which brings us to today. Oh, yeah. We opened today's. I was gonna oh, say, go uh, I was to say, hell was just about to break loose. I'd almost forgotten how intense this moment was when we left. It's uh, it's a little dire. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna open today's adventure at the fallout of this calamity. The front third of what is a massive, although to us uh, not actually that big, cruise ship 
has fallen from the sky and embedded itself at about a 45 degree angle deep into the ground. There are hundreds of humans scattered around, most of them injured, some dead, some seemingly moving about in a daze. There are a few who seem unfazed by the events, lifting small rectangular devices up as if documenting what happened. But even as they do this, the devices spark, smoke, and fail. Our heroes are scattered, doing what they can to aid these people. At first, they inspired a lot of fear, but in the minutes that followed the initial chaos, their terror has shifted to hope and relief. As aid is rendered, you see more people from Common's Rest make their way down to assist. Even the Genasi that you were just fighting with, and who held such disdain for you, Spores, is there pulling people from the wreckage and helping them and moving them away from the precariously balanced ship. So, you are currently surrounded by people, most of them human, injured, dazed, calling for help. Some people looking for others they seemingly can't find. There are a few bodies, many injured. You can see townsfolk from Commons Rest moving through, trying to aid where they can, and you are doing what you are able to to aid them. The rifts seem to have stabilized somewhat, as if the opening and allowing the ship through kind of bought you some time, but you can still hear the thrum of the ship, uh, not the ship, the rifts and the way station in the distance. And you get a sense that whatever was going on is still there, bubbling beneath the surface. Can you dis- can you describe the devices? You describe the people holding uh, a little bit more, or is there a way for our can sure. our, can our a, characters tell what they are? Check. All right. <clears throat> That'll be a 14. All right. So being curious about these weird devices that you're seeing a few of them hold, uh, you make your way over to one that you notice having it, and he's kind of shaking it, and it just looks like this sort of black rectangle to you, but it's kind of glowing on one side. Um, It's not like anything you've really seen before. You would guess it would have to be something magical, uh, but it also kind of looks like... uh, Vaguely like the technology that somewhat exists in your world, uh, but it's not very common. So for someone to just be running around with it seems odd. And as you're kind of peeking at the device, wondering what happens, uh, you see the screen distort, fail, and goes black. And now it just looks like a solid black rectangle in his hand. It's no longer going. And you see the person shaking it, going, my phone. Hmm. All right, everyone. Um, I think we should collect the engineer and get straight to the way station and fix whatever this thing is. Sporesmire, how much time do we have? Uh, Why why would I know? And uh, I'm bent over one of the dead bodies, scratching my head vigorously and letting dandruff and gold-green dust fall upon it. I... I look at it with some disgust because as a tabaxi, keeping my fur in tip-top is pretty important to me um, and not getting bugs in it. <clears throat> but I, I look at it and I say, didn't that woman say that you were working on something prior to our engagement with them related to the way station? If not to I repair was... it, what? 
I was sent on a, on a small family affair. Uh, they lost oh. their kid. The kid stole a key. I found the key. I found the kid. Gave the key back to the engineer and helped uh. fix the... The, well, I did a poor job, I guess. Oh, you gave uh, the key back to the engineer, the one that went missing. Yes. Uh, let's collect Henshaw, and let's get him there so that we can avoid, prevent any further distortions to the fabric of space-time. You can't. You just can't leave all these people here. The people, yeah, what if, what if the Janassi hurts them? The Janassi's been helping them. Yeah, but for how long? There'll be no world left for anyone to help anyone if the, the distortions in space-time are allowed to rip our entire universes apart. I, and I pull my hand out of my hair and, and kind of, you know, rub my hands together, and I'm just, now I'm working that dandruff onto the Ew. body a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, no, we have bigger problems. What are you doing? I am making sure this thing is covered in fungus, so when it uh, passes on, it absorbs some of the anger that this dead body might have. Are you guys familiar with balance at all? This whole place could uh, be swarming with undead in a few days oh. if these people aren't properly treated. Oh. Y'all want to save the living. Save the dead. You do that. I'll save I the am. living. <laughs> and I move over to the next one. Scratch a pit and get it going again. How long do you think it'll take, Spozmaya? Uh, how many we got dead? Us? DM, how many did we kill last week? Four or six? Uh, there are a lot of uh, dead at the moment. You killed... You yourselves are responsible for the death of four orcs. Uh, the ship crushed an additional four orcs, and there are multitudes of bodies around. You would probably guess between 15, maybe 20, uh, that just seem to be bodies littering the landscape um far more injured far more just wandering around in a very uncertain state but uh as you're looking around baffo you kind of take note of something you know based on what you've been discussing and what's been running through your mind you can see as you look around you a lot of the people from Commons Rest. You see Elder uh, Leon Kerala. You see Takuri, the bodyguard. Uh, you see Madeline Shinetop, the uh, the innkeep and uh, bar matron who helped you earlier. And you're seeing all these people that you recognize from town. You even see the turtle very slowly making his way around helping people. But you do not see Engineer Hemshaw nor do you see the Rosewood lady you met on the way here. All right, well, I, I'll leave Spozmaya to his duty, and I'll say, Lialta, come with me. What? Okay. okay. And I'll let and off a few heels as I go. And it was Elder Leanne who was I last saw with Hemshaw, right? <clears throat> yeah, you uh, left Leanne with Hemshaw, and uh, you at the gate told Takuri the tabaxi to go and help guard Hemshaw. Mm -hmm. Is Takuri around? Uh, yeah, Takuri's around helping so people. So I'll go to both of them, not trying to... Addressing both of them, like, basically. Like, where, where is Hemshaw? Uh, they're why not are, in why the, are you not guarding him? They're not in the same spot. Which one do you want to talk to? Everybody right now is kind of scattered all around, helping where they can. Okay, well, Leanne, then. Okay. Uh... 
All right, so you approach Leanne. Approach Leanne, they say, where is Hemshaw? Um, he was uh, behind me somewhere. I I could have sworn he was here. Where's Takuri? She was watching him. Takuri is here, helping out people uh, in the accident. But wasn't she supposed to be guarding the engineer? Yes, he was right with her when we were making our way here. So why isn't anyone guarding the engineer? And she looks around, kind of annoyed. You get the sense that she thinks you're bothering her at the moment when other matters are more important. Uh, and I'm sorry, am I troubling you? It's fine, I just need to... And she sees Takori off, you know, probably about 40 feet away helping somebody know Hemshaw. Um, I am not sure why he is not here. He should be here. Are you not in charge of this borough? I, if you haven't noticed, things are a little chaotic. Again, I repeat the question. Are you not, who's in charge of this borough, if not you? It's quite irresponsible to lose an engineer. The fabric of space-time may tear itself apart. We have to find him. Yeah. Get him to the way station. Then I suggest we begin looking. And she <laughs> ushers you away. I looked at the curry. You! You! She's 40 feet away. Are you just yelling at her or are you walking towards her? I'm yelling her? at her. I'm yelling okay. at her and walking towards her. This is urgent. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I assume Lealta's with me. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up, just looking around. Cool. And I mean, Garpoon, you're welcome to come along, but I'm... I'm I am doing that. I'm just kind of lumping behind you. I don't know where we're okay. going, so I'll follow you. You, you, I say. You. Yes, what? Where's Hemshaw? I don't know. As soon as we got down here, I started helping. What manner of guard doesn't know where his charge is? It's only been, like, 20 minutes. Her charge. She growls at you. I meant it in the royal him or her. I did not mean to be sexist. Look, where is your charge? Gar Garpoon laughs behind you, by the way, kind of. And you, you see as she's talking to you, she is currently pulling someone out of, you know, you're all kind of stomping around in various areas and about somewhere between knee level and ankle level deep water that has gathered uh, from these rifts pouring water into the area. She's dragging a body uh, away from the ship, and she says, I am sure he is around here somewhere. I, I, I don't know. Where did you last see him? Um, he was behind me as we were leaving the town, through the gate. Alright. Um... Do we have a tracker? Maybe we can we can find his little footprints or something. Lealta, let's backtrack to the house and cover, cover more ground if we sort of stand apart and see if we can't find footsteps. Bring everybody, right? Yeah. It's no, it's no, listen, no good asking 20 questions of this lot. We need to go. Yeah? Boys, we have to go. Come on. Uh, all right. Uh, excuse And I wave down the Janasi. <laughs> Um, Alright, so you uh, <laughs> go ahead and make a perception check. Alright. 15. Alright, so you go looking for the Janasi to wave her down, and you don't see her in front of you, and you look around, and you turn, and she is working right behind you, with eyes clearly on the back of your head, as you've been working. Alright, I gotta go! 
but you're doing a great job, okay? And I take out my pocket of mushrooms. One in each of the mouth of each of the dead, okay? I don't want to come back and see this whole place roused with the anger of the unliving. She walks towards you, and she holds out her hand to take the mushrooms. Now grab my wrist again. <laughs> Are you gonna hand her the mushrooms? We're, we're gonna do this in one one pass, okay? Just a normal sort of like you know, like you like a person does as a friend, and I, and I drop it in her hand. Make a dexterity check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Sixteen. All right, so you uh, you you drop them and she snatches them and it's clear she was trying to grab your wrist again. Ah. But, uh, you are you are quicker. You anticipated it this time, and she looks at you and she says, "You are a very strange man. I don't think you belong here, but I do think you are here to help. So." I don't know about all this, and she kind of shakes the bag of mushrooms, but if you think you can stop it, do what you have to do. I will make sure no harm comes to these people. Well said. Hopefully we don't meet again, but in the best way possible. Agreed. And I'll trot off. <laughs> 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 is he, is he, are you trotting off towards us? Yes, yes, I'm heading towards you guys. <clears throat> All right, come on. We, we haven't a lot of time. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, nature. What are we doing? Nature boy. Right. We have I want to find the little one. I want us to spread out into a line and each cover ground, check the ground for tracks as we make oh. our way back to the house where Hemshaw was last seen. Oi. Like a hunting line. Oi, oi. Who, who put him in charge? I look at the cat. My vast superior intellect it means that I'm most qualified to be giving orders around here. Where I come I mean, from, I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, where I come from, we make votes. Votes are what get people in charge. Not just being a cat <laughs> and having a smart brain. I a say, Goliath that knows what democracy is. That's a lot. Listen, I I don't know not from democracy. All I know is I don't do what a cat says unless we've all decided that's what we do. So are we all in deciding uh, of a deciding nature that we're going to let Cat Boy tell us where to go. I think his plan sounds fine. How about you, Nature Boy? <laughs> <laughs> we have to complete. We have to find the the engineer at any rate. I mean, I'm just looking for. And I'm looking up in the sky, a friend at the moment. And can I do a uh, perception to find a local bird? Okay. <laughs> to uh, find a local going, bird? What's going on? Do <laughs> <laughs> you not realize the fabric of space time is breaking? I love it. Uh, no, no, no. Find the bird. This is good. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Um. Yeah. Most of the wildlife in the area seems to have scattered. The the rifts and the giant ship that crashed into the ground has sent things pretty far away from this particular area. You may you may have to travel before you start seeing a bunch of wildlife again. All right, you know, I'll put down my pack and I'll pass it over to uh, Lealta. Here, here. Excuse me, excuse me, and I'll start walking towards that woods at a. Uh, was down the hill some way. Lealta's going to open the pack and start looking through, and if uh, Garpoon and Baffo want to look as well, they're welcome to. 
No, thank you. I'll pe- I'll right, take a so, peek. I'll dig in so there. So, which way are you are you heading, Kyle? There was like a light forest area that uh, Baffo had used to hide in last episode. Right. Okay. So yeah. So it's a it's a kind of all a a sparsely wooded area, but it does get thicker. You were fighting out in a bit of a clearing, so you're going into where the trees are a little bit thicker and and that. Uh, looking for an animal? Is that, yeah, is that what yeah. your goal is? Unless unless there was some sort of guard dog at town. Uh, no, no no sorts any, of guard dogs or any anything like that. Any carriage horses? Yeah, actually, there is a there is a stable just outside of town. Okay, and I, I break my feet. Er, you know, ah, wait a minute. There's a stable. They would have seen us leave. We can ask them. Oh. Right at the exit there. You can ask the stables? Everybody, not the stable, the, the horse. Oh. Can ask the horse if he saw our man go by. You can talk to horses. Yes. Yeah. And birds, they're more useful. But horses, they're stubborn. All right. There's something I got to say. Come on, Catman. We're going to go talk to a horse. Spores, can you talk to the mouse? As I hand the bag back. The mouse? I'm Garpoon. Oh, I got a rat. Her name's Lucy. You can call her by her name. A rat, I'm sorry. Well, Lucy would have seen what Garpoon saw, so not much use there, but I'm sure Lucy is eloquent and a delight to talk to. Damn (laughs) straight. Damn straight, nature boy. Lead on. (laughs) And I'll, I'll, I'll I'll take my bag back. Okay, no tree climbing today. And I'll hustle back towards town. All right. I follow. I'll follow um, him. I will follow closely by, um, by Chris or by uh, yeah, Kristen's character. Um, now, yeah, go ahead, Bo. I was just saying. Now that I understand what he proposes to do, I'm fascinated by it. Okay. Okay. So you all are making your way back to uh, back to town. The stables just outside of the town. Um, you uh, you make your way back through the wood. The trees getting you know. Again, more and more sparse as you make your way out. You pass, once again, that large home that was under construction just outside of the town. Um, and then it's just a little further, and then you come to the stables, which is just a little bit south of the main gate, which is where you originally ran into Takuri and sent her back. Um, and so out in front of the stables, there are currently uh, two horses um, up against a, a hitching post sitting there just... Just looking around. I'll eye them and see which one looks more trustworthy. <laughs> uh, roll a animal oh. handling check. Awareness of uh, how high? How high? Oh, okay. This is this is actually plural. It's not cast on the animal itself. How high is your oh. animal handling modifier? I'm just curious. Uh, animal handling is three. Oh, same with mine. Okay. I got a one on. It. I have no idea. Can I help yeah. him? Can I help Horses- him? Horse is a horse. Sure, you can. Uh, <laughs> I want to throw can in. You him and yeah. telling him which horse you think is the better horse to talk to. Yeah, I want to roll in on it because I have a plus three to that, and I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to use it if I don't do it. Okay. Um, so which horse? <laughs> I got a twenty, not natural on perception. Domestic animals, I don't know. So my, I want to. I, so John, my goal here would be a point to the one that looks the the best to talk to, if that twenty gets me anything. Sure. So you look at both horses, and they're both just kind of watching you. One's just kind of chewing on something. The other one's not doing anything, and you're just staring. And you're just waiting for some sign as to which horse is the better horse. 
and then you see one lean down slowly and lick the hitching post, and you think, well, that's dumb. And so you point to the other horse and you go, that's the one. <laughs> that horse, that was right there. It looks, looks trustworthy. Looks like a horse had spilled the beans. How can you tell? Oh, I don't know. I just have a way with these creatures, and they, they have a look to me. This one right here looks like the one that would talk to you. Give it a shot. All right, all right. Nay. Ah, ah, all right. Little stretch. <laughs> Cast uh, Speak with Animals as a ritual. Okay. Uh, so you're going to take, uh, as a ritual, it's going to take about 10 minutes to prepare. So you all uh, watch spores begin a little ritualistic preparation. Uh, how does that look exactly? How do you prepare to speak with animals? Uh, put down my pack, grab uh, the the scimitar off my back, which is this uh, you know elegant little device with a metal handle on the other side that comes to a point. And using the hilt of it, I'll kind of do a spin and make a circle around myself and then just plop down and it, put the scimitar on my lap. And uh, start swaying back and forth a little bit, and then magic and a little, pah, little explosion of those green gold spores and dust pop out and kind of rain down on me. And I, hello, horse. And you see both horses kind of have their heads go up because this allows you to communicate with all animals for the duration, right? Right, beasts okay. for the duration. So you see both their heads come up and turn and look at you. And uh, the one that Garpoon pointed to, uh, which is a, uh, a mostly all-white horse with a couple of black spots in certain places, kind of eyes you and goes, Human? Yeah, I'm Spores Meyer. I'm here to help the humans and others. You got a minute? <laughs> Not going anywhere. Hey, you got a name? <laughs> Bubbles. <Yes. laughs> Name's Roy. Roy. Well, good to meet you, Roy. I'm looking for... Ah, uh, and I'll describe the engineer as I remember him. Okay. Uh, so, Engineer Hemshaw was a uh, half-elf, red hair, kind of trying to grow a beard, but not doing a very good job of it. Carried a big pack of tools, big work belt, uh, wearing mostly green. And uh, you convey that to your new friend Roy here. He kind of takes it all in. I don't know. Um, seen a couple people come through here. It's been a busy day. And, um... This bubbles. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to lean too much into it now that both said something, but it's hard not to. It's all right. Um, <clears throat> it's been a busy day. Lots of people coming through here. And, um, well, most of the town went the other way. A couple people came back through. Uh, one of them might have looked like that. And then the other horse leans over and goes... Tell him nothing. Oh, and I'll, and I'll shoot an arm backwards, not looking at my companions, and with a grabby hand be like, I need to sweeten the deal. And, and Lealta will start looking around excitedly for a carrot or an apple or, or some kind of food. Okay. 
Don't look She'll at me. I ain't got nothing. Lift lids off things in the barn. and I've got... And horses don't eat meat, do they? I've got rations that are mostly just beef jerky. Well, they might, wouldn't they? Wouldn't a horse eat jerky if you handed it to them? I think they would. I think they're, I think they're herbivores. Yeah. But I think if you handed one to a horse, it'd eat it. Kristen, go ahead and... You were the first one to say, so make an investigation check for the area. Does a horse eat meat? Investigation... An eight. Okay. Yeah, you don't immediately see anything nearby um, that the horse would want. Uh, so did you come up with any results, Scott? Yeah, it says it's very... Uh, it says that while a horse can and will eat meat in very small quantities, they also have notoriously delicate digestive systems, so they can't really live on it. They need herb- they're mostly herbivores for survival, but if they oh. in a pinch need something, so they'll eat a little jerky. If, if it makes them sick and potentially kills them, that's a problem for later, I think. So I'm going to open up my pack and hand over beef jerky, a rations worth, like a meal's worth of beef jerky over to Sporzmeyer. All right, with my hand backwards, I'll feel it plopped in my hand, bring it around to the front and be like, the hell is this? <laughs> Can't feed this to a horse. It's delicious beef jerky snacks. I'm They're, sure they, it is. They'll eat horses. Will eat anything, according to my friend Dersham back in Serifax. <laughs> I mean, and I'll push it around my hand. I can't. I, I, this wouldn't be very good. I'm Apparently, up to the end. My my friend Dersham back in in Serifax also says they eat their own poo poo sometimes. <laughs> well, that is true. They have very uh, low process. If they must, they it does. So I I read somewhere. Just... I read somewhere a horse cannot throw up. They can't vomit. That's true. It's called colicking. Yeah. Lealta's running to the inn. Okay. Um, go ahead and do another investigation check just to determine how long it'll take you to get to the inn and back with whatever you find. Uh, ten. Okay, it's going to take you a couple of minutes. Um, are you guys just going to continue to debate the politics of feeding a horse beef for this time? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm trying to see if I have anything on me that'll be better for this than meat. So uh, as you're as you're saying this, the horse is only understanding spores. So all he's really heard is just you. You can't feed a horse this. What's going on? Well, well, I'm trying to find you a treat. Uh, so you might uh, tell me if you've seen the red-haired man in green. But oh, my friends I are coming up a little. Uh, just told you they came through, I think. There's a couple of them. Oh, so you did see. Came through. Yeah, they, and the other one looks at him again. And, Don't tell him nothing! A couple <laughs> of them just came through and just went... Went off towards where your friend just went. Hey, well, uh, um, I didn't get your name, uh, Pretty Pony. I ain't telling you nothing. Well, why not? <laughs> I don't trust humans to talk to horses. That's fair. That's very wise of you. This isn't quite normal, I've heard. The other horse looks at you and goes, His name's Tim. <laughs> Tim and Roy. Tim. I'm Spores Meyer. See, now we're friends. And my, my companion just went to go get you a treat. Uh, our conversation may end by the time she gets back, but I'm going to be sure to sweeten the deal. 
Oh, all right, that's pretty good. Uh, anything else you can tell me about the? They, they, they went as a group. There was three of them, two of them. Um, well, uh, whole town. There's a big boom. I remember, and uh, then after the boom, a lot of people went running that away. And um, then a little bit of time went by, and then I guess it would have been about two of them went running that away. All right, all right, all right. That that's something to work on. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So Lealta, you have gotten back uh, with. Uh, you had your choice. You could have grabbed some cabbage, uh, which was part of the stew. Um, or you did find some sugar cubes. Garpoon's favorite, the cabbage. Oh, yeah. Give it to Garpoon. Uh, the sugar cubes and a, a, a bowl of ale. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they, they, only had, they only had just what they referred to as beer, but you have, you have a bowl oh, of beer, beer and sugar cubes. <laughs> Will they eat this? That is excellent. All right. Flat hands, everybody. Flat hands. <gasps> And so you you approach, and you can see Roy. He's uh, he's pretty excited. Uh, Ted looks a little trepidatious as you approach. All right. Okay, flat hands. All right, flat hands. Thank you, friends. All right, and they both put their heads down and start. And as your uh, as your uh, spell begins to wear off. The last thing you hear is, still don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> as they're, as they're the, you know, lipping my hands, horse style, I go, okay, so we, uh, they left town together with a friend, our man, after the event. So it might be safe to assume that he was eager to get to work having seen a cataclysm of this nature. And uh, judging by the gesture that the horse gave um, with it, it was indicating that uh, if you just follow the direction of the head tilt, it would have been back towards town through the gate, but up towards where you see the way station now looming on the horizon. All right, all right. We have a heading to the way station. They're already heading that way. To the way station. Very well, let's go. Garpoon, lead the way. Roy! And I get out in front and just gush, 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 at a slow jog, making big noise. Axes at my in each hand, just in case. Okay. And as we walk, I'm going to uh, match pace with Lealta. Let's say, Lealta, I require you for something. Fish? Nope. <clears throat> no. Oh, sorry. Uh, you, yes. You, you, you've read you've you've read some of my books, the, the books oh. that Chando's written about me and our exploits. I, I, I've read all of them. Right, right. Well, you're aware that um, I can be indelicate and perhaps arrogant sometimes. Yes, but that's the humor of, of the books. That's where sure, a lot sure. of the comedy comes from. But um, I don't... I mean, I haven't really read the books, but I'm, so, I don't know if he's explained to the public that... We also are stunned by the fact that you have not read any of these books. Uh, Ch- Chando and I... Um, I'm not really on speaking terms right now. And so uh, I, wow. I do find myself without an assistant. And uh, I mean, even though his mind is quite slow, it is helpful to have someone 
of equal intelligence, equal capability uh, as the rest of the population to engage in conversation while I examine them for the truth rather than it be me. So I guess what I'm saying is I wonder if you'd be my assistant. <gasps> Lialta, so because she rolled that natural 20 last episode, I'm knowing about these books. This is a dream come true that she never knew she had before this very moment. All I need you to do if we encounter somebody, uh, like a villain or some sort of person, to I need you to engage them in conversation while I examine them oh. to see if they're lying. The problem is, yeah. if they speak with me, I'll, I'll insult them within two seconds, and then we'll be in the fight real quick. I, yeah, yes. Okay. She, she can't. She has no words. It's so try to remain calm and professional. Yeah, I'll try. Good, good. And I just walk away. I go. Oi, leave the girl alone, Lealta. Yeah. Near, near me, behind me, near me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scarpoon. Just stay near me. That's all I'm saying. Don't get but, your tail out to get bitten in the wind. I don't have a tail. It's just an expression, damn it. Now just stand oh. over stand be behind me and don't the cat's fine, but don't don't stray far. Oh, okay. Right. I keep moving. Alright. So uh you make your way towards the way station, you make your way through town, it's completely deserted seemingly. And uh make your way following a path that leads up towards it. This area is very familiar to you, Spores. It was just a couple of months ago that you were in this similar area. And you eventually approach what is the the tower. And it's about a... Uh, the, uh, the tower that is the way station. And it's about a three-story building with a big, like, satellite dish-looking thing up on top uh, and an antenna that sticks up into the sky. And it sits on top of a, a fairly decently sized hill. So it, it kind of looms up over the top of most things. And right now you find yourselves at the base of the hill that goes up. And it kind of does a slight curve as it leads its way up to the top. Um, to the right, it just goes up into mountains. To the left, you can continue on evil, even ground. Uh, but there's a sheer cliff uh, to one side in front of you. And you can decide where to go from here. Oi, Catman, where you want to go? <clears throat> I'd like to percept to see if I can't f see any hidden assailants from our vantage. Sure, roll a perception check. Um, oh no, where's my d20? There it is. Okay. 19 plus my perception of 7, so 26. Okay. So you begin taking an eye for an ambush, and you don't see anything obvious that's suggesting you would be running into one, uh, but because that roll was so high, you do take in a couple other things that you notice. The pathway leading up towards the way station has a very odd pattern to the uh, depressions of footsteps leading up to it. Uh, one... There are deep drags, as if something's being pulled along and not moving, uh, suggesting perhaps that someone is being drugged up the hill rather than walking. Mm -hmm. And you also notice that about halfway towards the entrance to the way station up on the hill, um, there's couple of things littered on the ground. You're not entirely sure what they are from this distance, but you you do see that something has has been deposited there that shouldn't it looks out of place. 
All right, so I relayed this to the party. Um, there are drags on the ground, as you can see. Something or someone has been drug up this hill by force into the building. That means there might be something hostile in there. Also, there's some refuse on the ground. And I will closely move up to examine this refuse. Refuse. Okay. Don't you mean refuse, refuse you stupid cat. Perhaps. Never mind. It's not. <laughs> These cats don't know how to talk. What do you mean? Intel? A vast intelligence can't even say refuse. Did I not say? Did I not say refuse? Did I say refuse? <laughs> you said refuse. It's totally fine. Oh, in my fervor, I probably mispronounced it. You'll have to forgive me if you can find it in your heart, Garpoon. <laughs> you irritate Garpoon. Let's go. Oh, Let, let's go check it out. Sure, it's not hard. I'm sure, I'm, sure the sun, I'm sure the sun irritates you. Uh, all right, um, I want to examine this ref- the refuse. <laughs> all right, make uh, make an investigation check. Oh, investigation! I'm so good at this. Twenty, not natural. All right, well, it's. It's not even that difficult. Uh, one of the items you actually saw hanging from Hemshaw's belt, it seems to be an adjustable uh, wrench of some kind, and there are a couple of bits of broken machinery laying on the ground there as well. Unclear what their purpose is, but you do know that he was carrying with him a lot of items like this. Yeah, and... do I intuit that it's engineer tools? Yeah. Okay. I look to the party and say, look, it's Hemshaw's tools, clearly. He's been taken. He's been drug up here against his will by whoever we're searching for. That's causing the problems here. <gasps> right. Let's get him. Suppose my. Do you have? I any... agree. No, no. I have a different oh. question for you, but I, I appreciate your your agreement. Um, do you have a bug that you can send in there that you can see through its eyes, perhaps, to get some recon? Ah, uh, no. No, okay. no. I just thought <gasps> we could send in the cat. Well, me? Yeah. Oh, I could go in. I was and thinking pretend- we send uh, uh, Lucy or whatever the rat, and then we'll ask the rat what it sees when it comes back out. But I can go too. That that's a good idea. Garpoon, how disciplined is your rat? Will it come back if you let it free? She'll do anything I say. She is one hundred percent tied to me. But not well, to we you. are in a modern fantasy world. Uh, a woman has rights too. Uh, you, she doesn't do everything you say. Well, I can't talk. I can't communicate with her the way this nature boy does. I don't know how to do that. So he'll have to speak to her. But I could tell her where to go. Generally, I don't have a way to discuss details. And do you have enough spell slots for this? I only have a bit of cheese. <laughs> not you, Garpoon. You do not. You do not command the ways of magic, I'm sure, but uh, our druid here has a limited ability to perform feats. There would be no more fogs for the day if we come under fire. There'll definitely be one more combat, at least. Mm. I'm thinking, because of whoever's taken M-Shop prisoner is probably going to fight us. Let's be, let's be frank. Could Spores, could you become something else? I could, yeah. Could you be the rat? Sure. Brilliant. And does that tire you in a magical sense? We're good to go for now. All right. I can handle it. I bang my my pauldron and go, Fung, 
Lucy, you gotta come out and see this. Watch this. She poked her little head out. She poked her head out to see the show. She wants to see this happen. What does she look um, like? She's a little oh, white oh. rat. She's purely white. Yeah, she's not. Uh, she's not um, albino, like no pink eyes or anything. But she's like a a brilliantly white rat with very dark black eyes. DM. Yeah. Do I find this delicious looking? Mm. No, you're a civilized gentleman eating a random rat that just right. popped out of his armor. Probably not the most okay. appealing thing. I just wonder if we have a new tension point, me and Garpoon, with his rat. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. You you can eat meat, but uh, tabaxi may look feline, but they are not. Yeah, just yeah that's what cats, I figured so. too. I'm, yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's up to you if you think uh, someone just of know if this is an players avenue. also would want to eat just a random ass rat. Random ass rat. Random rat ass. You mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Look on. I'm like may, may the shape shifting begin. Suppose Maya, the madman. <laughs> All right. Oh, so this doesn't take a while, and I'll start sneaking up the hill as a person. All right. So that I don't have to walk the whole way as a rat, you know? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Are you all following him up the hill? I'm staying back. Okay. Yeah, let's, stay, let's stay back in stealth in, a, in somewhere that is safe so that we're not busted. I'm staying it's, where Lealta is next to her, near it's her. It's about 40 feet. So just so you know, if he were to get in trouble, you know, you would. That's about how far away you would be. Okay. All right. 15. 15, all right, you start creeping up the hill, uh, you know, doing what you imagine is stealthy behavior. It's not making a lot of sound and doesn't seem to be drawing any attention. And uh, you make your way up and you are at the door. All right, I look at the bottom of the door. How's the crack or any other cracks in the building? The, do- <laughs> the, uh, the door How's is- How's the crack around here? <laughs> <laughs> The door is sealed up pretty tight. Um, these buildings, considering their importance, they try to do everything they can to keep any sort of element or thing that could mess with it out. So it is very secure. There's not a lot of room, or, or any room, I should say, for you to squeeze under as a rat. If you wanted to get in, uh, your best assessment would be that someone would have to crack the door and let you in. Sorry, I, I look at the door and look at down the hill. I look at the door. I look down the hill. Lealta will wave. And I'll wave back. I'll, I'll grab you, Lealta. It's all and good. Be like, what? We're trying not to be seen. Oh. And I'll I'll do like a, a come on. Like, uh, all right. This time the cat head pops out, looks at the rat who's standing probably on two legs, going like, come on. <laughs> oh no, I'm still like, a human. I'm still me. I'm, I'm just. Oh, you're human still. Oh, okay, I thought yeah. you changed it to rat. Okay. It looks like he says it's safe to move up. So let's do it. I get out in front. food. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. I get excited. Don't think it's a unfair question to say, are you being stealthy or not with this approach? I, I'm just picturing Garpoon tiptoeing beside the cliffside going, Oi! <laughs> trying to be sneaky otherwise. Yeah, I'm pretty excitable. It's sorry, hilarious. sorry, sorry. Okay. Let's All go. right, roll stealth checks if you're being sneaky. All right, let's be sneaky. Yeah. Oh, we don't get an auto fail for that oi. <laughs> I think I, I yelled. Know. I yelled all not right, you, meaning we're not ready. that you know of. Yeah, uh, 18. 21. Uh, stealth check. Hold on. 
God, if I had any, I doubt I have anything, right? No. I'm sure you don't. Oh, I have plus one to stealth. No, that's not bad. So 19. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Despite one very loud oi, uh, you have all started to make your way up the hill uh, sneakily, and you eventually come to the door where Spores is waiting for you. Right here, Spores. There's no cracks. There's no cracks for the rat to get in. We can open the door for you a little bit? Is that... that that'd be best, and then I'll... Just a list... Just, I, like, can I... DM, can I just, like, do one of those... You know, like, when SWAT teams or whoever, they're just like... They, they, they open the door super quietly, and... Like, I just want to open it so it doesn't make any squeaking or any noise, just, like, an inch. Sure, roll a stealth check, see if you, uh... See if you do exactly roll that. Roll high, Bo, come on, and let's do... Oh, no. Ten. Okay. Uh, so you uh, you go over to the door, you do uh, what seems like the appropriate move, put your finger up to your mouth, and you hear, <laughs> as it slides open a little bit, because the door is so flush to the ground, it grinds a little bit, and you get it just enough of a crack that you think a rat would be able to get in and hold it right there. You say, okay, go. All right, I'll transform into a rat and rat down into a little rat. Got my uh, my hair maintained, sticking out my little sides. Got my little armpit hairs going out the back of the legs. You know, balding in little spots, and I and head on in. <laughs> All right, uh, you you head in, and it's very dark in there. Does a rat have dark vision? I guess would be an, another. Uh, there, there's a rat stat block. If you look it up under monsters, it will tell you if it has a dark vision. And I, I have keen might. smell. <laughs> oh, and I do have dark vision for 30 okay. feet. Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, so you go in and you uh, you find yourself in a familiar room to you. It's uh, kind of a large square, and in the center there is a, a steel cage of some kind with a door. Um, just think it looks like an elevator, but it is completely barred off. There's seemingly no way to access it or get to it. And to the left, there is a stairway going up. And go ahead and roll a perception check. Let's just see how much of this you all take in. All right. I got a three. <laughs> 33? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. A three, but okay. <laughs> yes, a three. But I can. Would I be able to reroll for a uh, advantage on the smell part of it? Sure, you want to smell as well. Yeah, let's do a smell. Okay, throw a throw a perception through smell in there. All right, thirteen on that one. Okay, so you're familiar enough with the room because you've been in there before, um, and the the next bit you see is not obfuscated in any way. Currently, you see uh, Hemshaw, and he is on his knees with a sword pressed to his back. Um, not in any sort of a prepared way, but in sort of a casual way, as a human man um, is speaking oh. to the elven woman that you saw earlier. <gasps> oh. The human's a traitor, and the man and the elf woman's behind all of it. Sorry, I can't see this. He has to come back and tell us. All right, and, so I'll, and, I'll be uh, like, I guess. Let me also ask: Are you are you listening in to hear what they're saying? Yes. 
Okay, so you, you creep a little closer just to make sure that you're going to be able to hear what's being said. And the woman is looking at the, at the man and says, No, take him up to my sister. Get him to repair it. Once it's done, bring him back down and execute him. Wait for the townspeople to arrive. That's all I need you to do. And he says, Okay, it's... Sounds right. Alright, I will... Not being very good at pretending to be animals, I'll be like, oh, there's no food in here. Oh, how silly of me. <laughs> I'll go ahead and wander out. So I'll like, sniff, sniff, sniff the ground. Oh, you know. Back to the door. Well, he's speaking in rat, right? So it just sounds like... Yeah, there's just some light squeaking <laughs> while all this is going on, and then turns around, comes back out. All right, All right, he's back. What did you see, Rat? And it back to me. Oh my gods. <laughs> what? They're gonna murder him after he fixes the stuff. Why? Because there's a bad man and that woman from earlier who has a sister upstairs. How'd the Genasi get here so fast? What? No, no. The, the yeah. one on the tree. Oh. The moody one. I knew it all along, by the way. I just like to point that out. All right. There, um, there is a sword already on our 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 charges back. And they're not like, get him. But they're going to, you know, if we explode in, they could be like, whoops, got him. So we got to be careful. Who's holding the sword? Which one? The, 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 the human. The human. The... So what it, I'm... I'm capable of being quite stealthy. Do you have any forms that also do stealth, Spozmeyer? Ah. I mean... I propose we sneak in and immediately assault and grapple the person with the sword, saving Hemshaw, and then the rest of you, a Garpoon charges the other... Um, Gorillas. Gorillas are good at grappling. <laughs> Quiet, little one. There's no... We don't have any gorillas. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> you see the gorillas here? <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, sorry. In one of Baffo's books, he fought a gorilla. I can't do gorilla. Oh. <laughs> but, by the way, just out of curiosity, Baffo, do you still have the door cracked when he came back through? Uh, I would have closed it. All right, roll a stealth check for how quietly you closed the door. Uh, 19 plus 5 is 24. Okay, so you managed to pull it closed very quietly. Whatever it was that was grinding must have been left in that gap because uh, the door moves very silently as you closed it. Um, All right, so I propose we reopen the door and I <clears throat> I sneak in. Like, as I said, and I'll... I'll, I'll work on disabling the one with the sword and then Garpoon you charge the elf woman right and and you'll probably have to yell Garpoon but I kind of recommend you don't yell it because we're going to try and be quiet in case there's a there's a sibling upstairs it's not required so it's not required I don't have to do it okay we just don't want to alert anyone upstairs could have okay. just asked Cat. I don't have to yell anything I can be quiet alright very good 
It's fine. Uh, uh, and the altar, um, yeah. do you have anything that can help uh, disable uh, your your magics? No, but I can keep you guys healed. Can you bless us now with your the, f- the favor of your gods? Uh, yes, but you only have ten minutes. That's all we'll need. Okay. I'll, so I'll get ready to cast bless. Yeah, you don't have to cast it just now, but before we as go. Soon like, as, yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as combat starts, and, I'll and pop bless. Spores, Maya. Do you, do you have anything that you can add? Can you ha- just put your bugs on something? Yes. I have a, a battle mode. Okay, very good. All right, so I'm going to open the door All right. quietly, and then on then I'm going to sneak ahead by myself. You, you you stay here behind me, and as soon as I assault the one with the sword, you come charging in right away. Is that clear? And I'll step into a wide kind of sumo stance and start. He's taking a shit at the appropriate time. I don't oh, know. Oh, gross! Go to the bush. And I'm please. wiping my face. <laughs> ah, and, and you can see out of my pores, like I'm, I'm sweating. It's, it's like the green kind of oozing out of my, my pores and, and getting kind of nasty. <laughs> All right, as long as he does it quietly, it's fine. And I'm going to open the door, John. Okay, are you trying to do it stealthily? Quiet, stealthily. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check. 16 plus 5 is 21. Okay, you start pushing against the door, and uh, it is moving quietly. But as you push it, all of a sudden it gives, and it just starts going against you. Uh, are you going to try to resist the door from pulling, or are you going to let it go? Wait, is, is somebody coming through the door? <laughs> Hard to tell. you got to decide first. The door is now starting to move faster than you are actually initially pushing sure. it. Sure. So, in one fluid mo- moment, I want to let. I'm going to move out of the way of the door and let it move open and assault whatever's coming on the other side. Okay. So the door is pushing in is the direction it's going. So you're going to just let it go and ready yourself. Yeah. So oh, it's moving. It's a push in door. I'm picturing yes. a push out door. Yeah. Right, I'm going to let it go and then I'm going to move up to the side and try and make myself as invisible as possible. Okay. Next to the door. So, is there a flat wall beside the door? I'm picturing. Kind yeah. Of so the so the door is here. It's moving in. Uh, the the there are walls on either side. So if you are jumping over to this okay. side and and as being quietly flat as possible, me. as quietly as possible, I want to move myself flat against the wall. And to everyone else, I say against the wall, like with an urgency against the wall, but like super super quiet. So okay. I, I, want, I would like to command everyone to just move, and hopefully Kyle's not too busy shitting. To, <laughs> to... All right. <laughs> what are you all going to do as this as this is all occurring very quickly? Lealta's going to get confused and hit the ground. Just okay. drop in the middle of the ground? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cover her head. Oh, shoot. Uh, Spores, I'm, what are you doing? I'm in the middle of my symbiotic entity full round action, so I continue to shiver and shake oh okay <laughs> I, I asked you to move against the walls this is also something you can't do i'm going to i'm going to crouch down and uh in, in, an act, in an act of let's be careful as she hits the ground i need to make sure lealta is 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 covered 
Oh my god, you so got a stalker, really, Alta? I'm gonna. I know um, it may feel like stalkery. I understand that. But. <laughs> Protect her, <laughs> bodyguard. So you're, you're stepping just right in front of her and just standing there. Uh, I'm gonna crouch a little bit down, kind of hand behind me to sort of, kind of shield her back there, and then sort of you know keep my stance so I'm not completely an idiot and sitting. Okay. Just trying to uh, kind of cower over her. Everybody a bit. but Bafo, just go ahead and roll a stealth check. God, you're not going to make it. This has got to be like a 30. It's DC. Four. Seven. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Three. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes the dice are just so true. To the situation I think, I think the, the correct sound effect here is... I have that somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, Baffo, with the grace of a dancer, as soon as you feel that door start to give and pull a little bit, you like uh, like a gust of wind to the side of the door. And to the rest of you, you see the door get pulled open, and you see the elven woman uh, that you had met standing there in the doorway, and she looks out the door. And she sees a giant Goliath crouch down in the middle of a big, oh, big open area <laughs> with his hand protectively in front of a girl who is covering up her face just down on the ground. And slightly behind them, a old man in a power crouch just going... <laughs> All right, I want to I, I want to attempt to grapple her from behind because I'm there, and then when I grapple from her, fine, I want to put a claw out like shink and like don't move kind of deal. Okay, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll. And I'm stealth. Am I stealth? So can I get advantage? Like she doesn't know where I am. Yeah, you can do an advantage. Do a do a strength check. Actually, go ahead and make it athletic. Oh, I got a minus one to those. It's it's make it an athletics check though. Seven, seven, that, that's with advantage. I, I roll seven and eight. Okay, okay. Uh, so she stomps and just what is? And then you reach out a cat paw and she jumps backwards, and she just looks around at all of you. Well, this is unfortunate. Roll initiative. I'm going in. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have enough time to change? I really wish grappling had a dexterity component to it. 10. 21. Uh, 22. Okay. I shouldn't have grappled her. I just should have put my claw up to her neck. And Lealta, what, what, was, what was yours? Eleven. Eleven? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, that was a mistake. Grappling is a mistake. I should, if I'm in a situation again, I should just put my claw up to someone's neck and be like, don't move or I'm going to crit you. Uh, Alright, so up first is Baffo. You missed with the paw, but you knew somebody was coming out, so you are ready mm-hmm. to spring into action. Okay, um... Uh, so yeah, it's just her though, right? Currently, it's just her. But right now, you have to think it is getting later in the evening, so the sun is setting and it's getting darker outside. But essentially, you are all out in a, a bright area, looking through just a doorway into a fairly dark room. So okay. you're not entirely sure what is in there. But just I'm next to her, right? 
Yeah, she's she would be right next to you at the moment. So I'm going to kick her in the back of the knees to put her prone on the ground. Okay, go ahead and do a... Like a throw to, basically like a throw to the ground, but I want to kick her in the knees to get her prone. That sounds horrible. It does. Um, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm kicking her in the back okay. of the knees. We're, it's a we're contest. Gonna go ahead. Right? We're going to treat it like a shove, because essentially you're going to be knocking her down. That's what I thought. A similar yeah. effect to a shove. It's um, strength versus dex or strength. It's uh, athletics versus their athletics. All right. Um, Eleven. They rolled a thirteen. So you uh, you kick her in the back of the knee, and she kind of wobbles a little bit, but she is uh, still standing. Okay. So I'm going to use feline agility, doubling my movement speed, and I'm going to run inside the building to where I saw the brother and Hemshaw, or not the brother, but the human and Hemshaw. Or what do I see? Uh, go ahead and make an acrobatics check as you run by, because she is blocking the doorway, so this is just a check to see if you can slip past her, even with your agility. Uh, six. Okay. Seven, she, seven, sorry, seven. She didn't roll very well either, so she there is a very awkward scramble as you kind of I try to, to get her around her. her. I try to kick she, her in the knees and she doesn't go down, but I'm able to squeeze by. Maybe. She uh, she kind of does the same thing, and you do that awkward trying to pass each other on the hallway, uh, 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 and then you slip past her. Yeah. And, so I want to uh, use my movement. I'm probably going to provoke an opportunity attack, but I want to use my movement to head towards the human. Um, you do per, uh, you do get an opportunity attack, but she's currently unarmed. She was not ready for combat, so she's just going to try to punch you, and she doesn't. That was nice. part of the that was part of the awkwardness. She so just kind there's of there's a weird Ugh. awkward scramble between a woman and Bafo. <laughs> there, no one's yeah okay. So I run, I run in. I look for the human. Where where is he? Is he still got the sword pressed up against the? So you get in and you see the human. He's still got a sword in his hand, and he has currently got uh, Inspector Hemshaw or Engineer Hemshaw um, by the collar and is pulling him up the stairs. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna use my speed, like the use the feline agility. I still have a bonus action uh, to get close and to look at them and say, "You don't want to do this, human. It'll look bad for you." Okay. And I don't really have another move to make. Like I could stealth. Yeah, I'm gonna stealth. I'm gonna be since he's got the advantage moving up the stairs. I'm gonna stealth with my bonus action somewhere in the building, like behind some pillars or something like that. That's okay. What I'm so. Do. You run up, you say, you don't got to do this, and then you run back down and disappear. I think the way, the, the way, the way I do it is I stealth so he never saw me, but I saw him, and then my voice would echo out. Okay. You don't have to do this. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool, right. actually, the way that would work. Yeah. 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 The way right, John would see it was like, run up. I'm going to run up. Don't do this. The other way. And then go hide. And like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going off the order he gave me, but that's fine. We I know, can, I we know. can roll it back a little bit. So go ahead and roll a stealth check. Let's see how well, uh, how well you hide yourself. 16. Okay. So... Uh, you do the most unepic little battle with the elf as you try to pass her. Everybody's kind of just uh, slapping at each other and nothing really happens. And you run into the room, you see this, and you kind of duck down around that cage and say, you don't have to do this. And your voice kind of fills and echoes, and you see him kind of yeah. look around, but you get the impression you're probably hidden from him. 
Uh, that is going to take us to Sporesmeyer's turn. All right. So I've completed my symbiotic entity, which infuses me with my various spores covering my skin. And I gain eight <laughs> temporary hit points, now covered in dust. Uh, break my stance, run around to the front, and she's still in the door, right? Yep. Cool. All right, she's still in the door, so I'm going to spray bugs at her. All right. Uh, what kind of save is that for her again? Uh, that is a, a Constitution 13. She just met it. That oh, means man. it fails, right? If she got a 13. Uh, right. Um, for saving throw? If yeah. She, she's rolling her save and she meets the save, then she saves. Okay. Yeah, she just saved <laughs> on that. So I go, out of the way, and, and shoot... I, bugs, but since it's con, I guess they hit her. It just doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you just see your bugs kind of and they just sort of bounce off and you just see a, a few that would have fo found a purchase and maybe bitter or something she just... It doesn't have an on-fail effect. Sometimes it's like half damage or you get like a... No, on success. Prize. That's it. Uh, bummer. Alright, anything else on your turn? Uh... Let me think it's all reaction. Cool. So I will have a reaction on my turn. Okay. Uh, that is going to bring us to Lealta. All right. Uh, Lealta's going to stand up and go, wait, wait. And then she'll uh, move 15 feet. So everyone's within 30 feet of her. So Baffo's in there 30 feet. We got spores over here and then Garpoon and she's going to bless everybody. So now when you make an attack roll or saving throw, add a d4 to it. Oh, cool. And I I misspoke when I said 10 minutes. It's one minute. Uh -oh. 10 rounds is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> one day, it might be 10 minutes. Mm. Oh, it's a future 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anything else on your turn? That'll be it. All right, Garpoon. Um, I react to her, and I say, uh, watch yourself, little one, and then, you face Garpoon! <laughs> You're shh. <laughs> and I'm going to charge her. All right. <laughs> and I'm going to attack her. That poor woman. <laughs> and I'm gonna do it with a um I'm gonna do it with my dual weapons. So the way this works last time my memory is killing me here. Hold on. Uh let me first let me roll to hit. And that plus four we got from your blessing is for what? For the attack roll. For attack roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or or a save. And once you use it once it's used Oh no, you get it for the next ten minutes. Cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Ten turns. Ten, ten, rounds. Rounds. ten rounds. All right. Um my first my hand axe in my right hand rolled for a twelve <laughs> plus five. Hold on a sec. What is that? That's freaking <laughs> that, like it was the axe I, in I can just tell you it hits. Alright, so it hits. Alright. And so now damage with that thing. 1d6 plus 3. Meh. Hold on a second. Okay, so that's 6 plus... Oh, wait, the 4 was her was for the roll, not for the damage, right? Okay, not so... The damage. So 6 total. Mod. 6 yeah. total damage with that axe. Okay. And then 
um, because I have the dual uh, dual wielding spec thing, I do the same thing with the other hand. That one is a plus five to hit. Also, let me just do a quick hit on that. And you also had a D four to that one too. Right. Uh, that would take it all the way up to a nineteen. I assume that's a hit. That will hit. And my damage on that one will be. Uh, ooh, six and a three, so that'll be nine total damage from that hit. Oh, that is a good one. So shunk, shunk. Okay, so you <laughs> run up, swing your axe. The first one kind of grazes her. She's wearing what almost looks like a nightgown, um, but you do hear a, a shifting <laughs> underneath it. It, I mean, it looks it looks like a long flowing. White I'm picturing dress. a giant barbarian Goliath killing a civilian, basically. It's yeah. like Vikings. Hey, I have I so, don't I have no as, yeah I don't. As she's dodging it, you hear a, a shifting and a ring, and you see where your axe hits. It splits the the dress part uh, near the shoulder, and you can see shining through it, chainmail underneath. Oh, okay. Um. So. Does this diminish as to put Bo's fears of Garpoon beating up a civilian aside? Yeah. Uh, but doesn't deter Garpoon. He didn't care either way. Second axe comes in and catches her right in the side. And uh, you once again hear the chains ring out. Um, it cuts the dress pretty, pretty badly, but there is metal and now blood coming down the side. He did 15 points of damage to her. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll... Uh... I'll stay where I'm at, and uh, I, I can't. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I'll stay where I'm at. I'm good. All right. Next up is the human who is uh, pulling Hemshaw, and he heard Baffo, and just kind of says, "No, I need to do this," and he just starts moving more up the stairs. He uh, moves about fifteen feet, dragging. Uh, Hemshaw behind him. And that's going to be the end of his turn. Uh, next up is Zia. And she is going to see Garpoon right in front of her. Start of turn, Halo of Spores within 10 feet. <coughs> ha! <laughs> she hasn't done anything yet. Why would you do that? He is because like... at the start of their turn, if they're within 10 feet. That's yeah. true. You're like, pig, well, you're like pig pen, dude. It's the best. You're just always got this little cloud of shit flying all over it, you. It hits her. What's the what's the damage on that? Awesome. All right. It is enhanced by my symbiotic spores stance. Four points of damage. All right. Nice. So you see her sizing up her situation, and all of a sudden just a cloud of spores pops off of spores mire and drifts through the air, and you see her breathe and... <laughs> as she starts to get ready to fight. And then she just lets out a growl, and she is going to cast Thunder Wave. No. Uh, oh, boy. I need Lialta, Garpoon, and Spores uh, to all make a constitution saving throw. You, say, you said Garpoon as well, right? Yes. Garpoon! 21. <clears throat> Sorry, hold on, wrong dice. Okay, that would put me at ten. Okay, uh, 
So she grits her teeth and just closes her eyes, and there's just an explosion of deafening sound that echoes out away from her, uh, filling the area. We see Lialta um, and Spores kind of see something coming, and they kind of turn their head and cover their ears hearing the sound. Uh, but Garpoon is still in the heat of battle, and he takes damage from it. Let's see what you are going to deal with here, Garpoon. You take six points of damage from that. I take six points! <laughs> no, I don't yell that <laughs> when I get hurt. All right, damage six. <laughs> All right. Yeesh. All right. Uh, and then she is going to go ahead and stay there. So that brings us back to Baffo. Okay. Um, this human, does he look uh, well-armored? He seems to be wearing... Um, basic leathers nothing nothing designed more for just maybe a hard day's work um but not necessarily combat his sword is All right rusty. quietly unsheath heartstring okay and i knock up an arrow uh but i break the tip off so that it's not pointed and i'd like to shoot it right between his eyes for non-lethal damage knocking him unconscious from the dark with advantage okay go ahead oh and i get my plus four Okay. All right. So, and then, sorry, it's 12 plus 5 is 17 for Heartstream. To hit? Yep. That hits. Okay. And let's see. So I get 1d8. Oh, I rolled a 1. So 4 damage, but I get my sneak attack. I can use, it's a bonus action for sneak attack, I believe. I haven't actually used it yet. Uh, no, it's not bonus. It's not a bonus action. Okay. No, it's not. You I just, just get, get my... to extra damage to roll. Alright, so four plus two I do wow, that sucks. Six damage. With my non lethal arrow. Right between the eyes. Okay. So you pop out from behind and just take a look at him and he's almost disappeared up the flight of stairs. Um it, I'd say maybe another round he's going to move out of line of sight without having to chase him up the stairs a bit. Mm -hmm. Um but you pop out, fire the arrow. Uh, he hears the sound and turns, and it catches him right between the eyes, uh, just like you intended, and just thunk. And second here, I just got to roll something. Uh, he lets out a little yell and plops over and drops Hemshaw and is yes. currently leaning against the side of the wall. Um, so is he it, unconscious? You don't know. He has fallen over. Okay. And is Hemshaw falling over? Uh, Hemshaw is seemingly unconscious as well. He's okay. uh, he's just been kind of dropped on the stairs unceremoniously. Okay, so bonus action. I want to stick to the shadows as much as I can and get as close to them as possible and see as much as I can, I suppose. Okay. Go ahead and, so and we'll... creep up and, uh, yeah, roll stealth. 12 plus 5 is 17. Okay, and you are at the base of the stairs looking up. You see him uh, in a seated position, slumped against the wall. Uh, his head is to the side, the human. Um, Hemshaw, like I said, is just kind of laying down across the stairs. Okay. 
All right, that's my turn. That's, those are the actions I have. All right, Spores, you are up. All right, I will pull out my scimitar from my back and give it a across and blow spores on it, making it poisonous. And swing it into the gut. Oh, God. Man. That's a kind of poison, right? Like, I'm going to coat it in bugs, like lethal bugs. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah. Right. And attack. Oh, shoot, monkey. <laughs> Five. Oh. Nine. 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 Yeah. You, uh... You cover it in spores and swing it into her chest, but you just don't have enough weight behind it, and you hear a small clink as it hits the chains. She reacts a little to the impact, but you didn't find a way through the armor at all. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Done. But there, there's a puff of <laughs> that happens when I hit her as the spores <laughs> fly off the blade. <laughs> uh, anything else on your turn? That's it. All right, Lealta, you are up. All right, Lealta's going to see the damage done to Garpoon, and she's going to kind of look back in her mind. She knows how to heal. So, oh, and then she'll go, oh, that's right. And then she'll pull out her, her necklace, her, uh, her uh, you know, her holy symbol, and she'll hold it up, and it'll start to glow, and it'll, like, cast a beam on Garpoon, and you're healed for six. Yeah. your wounds close. Yeah, baby. All right, I'm going to heal for six. I'm back at the max, maximum garpoon. And that's my turn. <laughs> max max <laughs> garpoon. Your maximum garpoon. Coming this yeah. summer. Yeah. <laughs> max garpoon. Speaking of max garpoon, he is up. All right. I go, uh, I go, oi, you're giving me an headache. And I unarmed strike headbutt as hard as I can, which will give me, oops, a headache. 17 plus 5. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking that. Uh, so that's a 22 to hit. For, uh, for a headbutt? Yep. All right. And that's a set 4 damage for that, Yes, right? it's, a, it's 4 damage no matter what. Okay. Um, and I just go, just freaking, cl- just clubber right in the head with my head as hard as I can. <laughs> All right. And then, Gar- and like a Martin Scorsese movie here. <laughs> you just hear a crunch, and you come back, and blood is just coming out of her nose. Yeah, and I am smiling with a little of that that blood on me. Um, and then, as a bonus action, I can use my hand axe in my left hand. To attack again. All right. Go um, for it. Hit will be. Uh, let's see. That'll definitely hit. That's like twenty-five with modifier. Okay. Um, and damage will be five plus three. So that's uh, what is that? Seven? No, sorry. Eight. Eight damage. Okay. So. You uh, pull back your hand axe that's in your left hand, and you just drive it right back where it already was. You have already found a... You've broken a a whole set of chains in the side of her armor, and you just target that same spot, driving it even deeper. And with the blow, you see your entire body lift with the attack. Nice. And you know it has just hit very hard. And when you pull the axe back out, you see her whole body start to slump. 
Uh, Kyle, real quick, did you add the plus four to your attack roll when you hit Adder? I did. I rolled a two. Oh, okay. Okay. It was that bad. Hey, right, does, does Kyle sure. get, does um, Spores Meyer, do you get extra damage if you shoot your bugs into open wounds? Yeah. I do not, but I mean, I guess DM's choice there, right? It would. I mean, if someone just had like a flopping like intestine hanging out from a wound, you just put your thumb, your hose in there and just shot it ah. right into the, it's like, like right inside. That's gotta be critical. <laughs> Anyways, just a thought. Uh, that is going to bring us uh, to the human's turn, or what would be his turn. He uh, he is unconscious. He is not moving. Um, so that makes it Zia's turn, and she grips her side and reaction. She... My <laughs> my <laughs> makes its way up to her face. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Okay, she did not save, and I will need you to tell me if this is going to be a fatal bugging or not. Uh, this would be necrotic damage. It's sporzing, though, isn't it? Not yeah. yeah. So, at at this point, I I don't think I could control it. I mean, I'm I will give you control. Your character is either going for murderous intent or not. You know, it's up to you. Yeah, well, it, well, it's all natural after all. So, uh, five points of all natural black mold damage, which she will recover <laughs> from after a fresh bit of air. Okay, so you uh, you see her, and her hands start to glow golden, and it's the warm light of healing that you just saw Lialta use, and she she gathers it into like a mass and starts reaching for the wound, and just as she is about to you shoot out a blast of spores that hit her right in the face and she tries to take a deep breath and can't find the air. She was already gasping for breath and you just see her body shake and the spell dissipates into nothing and she falls to her knees and she's still trying to catch breath and then you watch as the body falls unconscious and the spores release and you see that she's still laying there breathing but uh, definitely unconscious at this point. So that concludes this bit of combat. So you all may act freely at this point. Well, I'm still in combat, though, right? Mm-mm. You don't have anybody attacking you. Okay. He was knocked he's, down. He's knocked. Oh, I wasn't 100 sure. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I, I'm just immediately then going to stealth up the stairs and try and see where sister is. I think it's sister. Okay. Roll your stealth like, check. I, I'm, I'm, my cat head is just going to pop up with the eyes and. If anything looks at me, it'll pop back down. And then I'll wait, and then I'll pop back up. Alright, roll stealth. Uh, 17. Okay, you move to the top of the stairs, moving carefully over the top of Hemshaw and the other human, and you peek up to the next area. And it's it's another room laid out pretty much like the one below it. There's another set of stairs going up even further uh, on the far side doesn't seem to be anybody on this level is there a further level yes are there any closed doors no everything seems to be open okay so what i want to do then is i want to then quietly move back down the stairs and i want to drag but each the collar as quietly as i can both hemshaw and the human and bring them outside and then close the door behind me so i we can interrogate our people Okay. okay so uh do i need to make any rolls for that or no, you've got right. en- enough time and enough skill that that's not particularly so, difficult. So, Lealta, you see your 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 book hero 
come out of the <laughs> come out of the way station, <laughs> dragging two unconscious bodies. One is Hemshaw, one is the human, and then I close the door, and I'm like, "Nice work, everyone." Was it? You said there was an elevator cage. Yeah, in the center of the room, there is a kind of a square, um, small room that would fit about four or five people, maybe. It's it's about it's about ten feet squared, uh, right in the center of the room. But there is a cage that is all around it. Not not bars, but like that grating, all the way around it. There doesn't seem any access to it, but there are two doors on the front of it. So imagine. Uh, an elevator if you could just see the entire elevator shaft that somebody had constructed a thick metal cage around it trying to prevent anyone from having access all right i will i as uh what was her name zariah or something like that we we don't know her name but as as that character i poison slumps over i try to oh and catch him and kind of keep him upright and give the face a little little like you know pat pat you're okay lean the head back and see Baffo come out. We we could use the cage. We can keep them in there so that they don't, you know, run away when they That's awaken. But, but first, let's get answers to our questions, because there's still more upstairs. There's another sibling and I think, I don't think we've alerted anyone up on the third floor or possibly higher, so we need intel. intel. So we're gonna wake one, we'll wake up Hemshaw and then we're gonna wake up one of them I, I, my pick is the human. He might be, he might have been convinced to do this by the elf woman. Well, this one will need both the gag and the ties because uh, they're magic. And if they start talking, they're going to start casting. I, and I've got rope, Garpoon. How are you at roping people? I can put a rope about anyone. Wait, I don't have a rope. Well, shit. I might have a rope. Is it made of bugs? I'd. No, I got this bag from the villagers. They were very kind to me. Well, I just assumed everything you made was out of bugs. I've got 50 feet of hemp and rope. I hold it up victorious. All right, well, let Garpoon help you tie it, because he's quite strong. He'll make the knots really strong. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, Lealta, we're we're about to wake one of them up. And remember what I asked you. I'll need you to question. Okay, I'll do my best. All right. So as soon as they're done tying up, I'd like to ask everyone who they'd prefer to wake up. My vote is for the human. 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 You, you, human. All right. Um, Garpoon, perhaps you're best suited, unless you have some vapors, suppose, Maya, to awaken someone. Probably made of bugs. My All right, vapors then, are... Then, then Garpoon, give the hum- uh, sit the human upright and... <laughs> pin him, pin him down with your hands so he can't run anywhere, and slap him till he's awake. Right. I grab him, throw him on the ground, and go, oh. "Wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey!" And I just start slapping him. Not too hard, not too hard to like permanently hurt them, but just you know, get that, get up. Just a waking slap. <laughs> yeah, that. Hands off, sneaky. <laughs> so as you uh, as you slap this human, he he just kind of starts with slapping, and then he just uh, 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 stop, stop. Right, right, he's awake. Is it a he yeah. or a she? Sorry, 
It's a, it's a he. All right, he's, he's away. Spores, you, you actually have seen this man. You don't know his name because you're, first of all, not very good with names anyway. Um, but it is one of the humans from the human settlement uh, that hired you. And you he's just somebody that you had seen in the background in your time, but there's a vague familiarity with him. Hey, what are you, what, what are you doing here? I... Where, where am I? Have oh. you been mind controlled? Oh, I think I might have been. Uh, That's incredible. Uh, Inspector's insight on the integrity of his uh, answers. Okay, you are uh, fourteen plus. What is it? It's insight. It's insight, right? Yep. Uh, fourteen plus seven is twenty-one. Okay, I'll go through it and let you know if just anything. If, if, I, if there's any li- any lies, just ping me. I don't. I don't remember it too well. I ran into Zia, and she she did something. She definitely messed with my head. Do you have a snake? What? Garpoon said you had a snake. Do you have a snake? It's another. Oh. It's another expression, little one. Oh. Ignore me. It's the thing okay. I say when people need to get up because sometimes I just sometimes wanted to make sure it was safe. Snakes can be dangerous. It's a We're little. We're gonna need that gag. It's a little indelicate. But uh, oh. yeah, I don't hey, listen. It's oh, just stand over here. It's all right. No, Garpoon, she's asking questions for me. She's oh. now my assistant. Oh yeah. But you should protect her while she assists for me. I can do it. It's, it's a helping chain, mm. and that way you don't have to help me because you don't care for me very much. True. You help her. Oi. <laughs> All right, Lealta. Uh, Spores? What, what's your name? Um, my name's Nico. Nice to meet you. Are you gonna kill me? No. No, we could have killed you already, but we didn't. And Lealta will give a really awkward smile, realizing what she just said. And she'll look to Spores to continue. Uh, Nico. You, Brandon? Um, no. Well, then you are in trouble, like me. We're all in very big trouble. She, she said something about it was better that I was unbranded because it would make the story more believable. Yeah, it would. Yeah, 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 okay. See? She said she had a sister. She did. I don't know anything about the sister. I mean, the Rosewoods, oh. I, I do know, we know about them, but I've never met the sister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did, did we get that gag made? Ask him how he... Ask him what he last remembers, Leon. What, what do you last remember? I mean, I remember what we just did. I remember fighting. I remember getting hit in the head with something, and... Dragging the engineer upstairs, but it's it's hazy. I can't remember why I wanted to do it. How long have you been like this? I think it's probably been since this morning, at least. Every time I tried to get away or felt like I could, she just grabbed me, and next thing I know, I was helping again. And where are you from? From the human village down in the Gnarls. 
So how did she get a hold of you? She came looking. She just walked into town. Said she was from Commons Rest. I mean, the humans there, we sometimes deal with the people from the town. It's not unheard of. This man is an innocent pawn. I say we let him go. Okay. Oh, he's not safe. I'm if he not... goes, he's an unbranded human leaving the scene. We need to make sure that this is all cleaned up, go back together, like, and clear the air. But no, first we, we need have... to fix this tower. We have no time. We have to head to the top. Just let him go. I, I, Nothing came up on my inspector's insight, right? No, he's been telling the truth. This is an innocent pawn. We wake the other one next, and we beat the information out of her. Is my proposal to the group. All right, but no words allowed out of her. Okay. Garpoon, can you slap her? Oi! If she tries to talk? I'm going to I'm gonna tell Nico, uh, I'm going to lean down and whisper to him the location of my cave and to go hide out there. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. You're, you're Spores, right? Spores Meyer? Yeah, don't step on the pluff balls, all right? Those are young. Okay, okay. I won't. <laughs> he, uh, he goes running. He goes Bye. running from there. And uh, two things happen as you move to uh, interrogate Zia. You hear another... No, no it's happening uh. ...from the tower above. Everything begins to shake. You start to see the familiar crackling in space, uh, suggesting more rifts are beginning to open in places. And uh, also at the same time, um, although seemingly unconnected, you start to see Hemshaw uh, begin to rouse. Okay. Uh, Hold that. Hold that. Don't wake that one. Let's wake up Hemshaw and get this place repaired. Garpoon, throw Zia over your shoulder. Right. I grab her. I gently throw her over my shoulder. She's pretty bad shape. I don't want her to die from this in case we need to interrogate her, so I'm holding her over. And then my I'm shoulder. gonna I'm gonna lift up Hemshaw if he's he's already kinda waking up, but bash him against the wall and just slap his face with my with my cattail. Or like right. I shake him with my hands and my cattail's in his nose. Just sort of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is like waking him up urgently. Wake up, man. Wake up. It's urgent. The world is ending. <laughs> Oh, ow. <sighs> and he's got a big cat face in his face. Ah! And unblinking eyes. Oh, it's you guys. Hello. The, the way station is, is about to self-destruct, opening up a big rift into the entire fabric of space-time, destroying our world. Uh, we need you, engineer, man. Okay, um... Great, yes, um, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you need me. Uh, I'm happy to help. I. Do you know who's I... at the top of the sister? The sister of that one, Zia. I don't. Up? I don't know who she is. I don't know who this one is, let alone who her sister is. All right. Suppose Meyer, can you return into your form and scout up ahead as we go upstairs? All right. That's a question for John. Does uh, my resting beast face allow me to sneak? Otherwise, I'm out of forms for the day. Um, you would be able to, you know, you can try to be stealthy. It's if you would enter any combat that uh, Resting Beast face would shift you into a normal wild shape. I have a... Okay, so I didn't use a wild shape earlier when I investigated the room ahead? Uh, 
No, it wouldn't have burned it because you didn't do anything extraordinary. You walked into a room and walked back. Sweet. It's an awesome custom feat, by the way. Cool. No, I'm good. I can scout. All right, then. All right. Um, so what I, the way I sort of propose that we do this is that we'll slowly make our way up the stairs, everyone quietly, while you quickly and quietly make your way up the stairs looking for enemy assailants. Okay. All right. And I, I turned to Lealta and, and rubbed my hands again. Any requests? Pigeon! Pig! I can't, I can't fly. Oh. Why not a cat? A fine feline form. I was just seeing it. She... She's so excitable. I just wanted to. A oh, bug. Sorry. A bug. I can't. I can't see as a bug. Yeah. Oh. Do a jumping spider, like a little jumping spider. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, jumping spider. And I <laughs> down to one of those with the little binocular eyes up top. He's got a, the, he's got a bit of uh, Morty or Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will point out as you shift, uh, as a jumping spider, you are extremely small. And you are going to need to go up about three stories to get to the top of the tower. Assuming what you're looking for is at the top. Uh, jumping it's, spiders it's... can jump. Wait, hang on. They could climb up They're... walls straight up, yeah? I want to see how, how long they can jump. Why would it tell me their length? Ugh, I like, I'll, I'll let you know. Are these large spiders or like literal spiders? Cause yeah, because I'm picturing spiders. the little tiny beans, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long wait for. <laughs> like I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have it taken care of by the time you show up. Tiny, it might yeah, be... oh. it, it'd be too tiny. All right, okay. all right. So I do it and then pop out. It's not gonna work. <laughs> all right, we'll do. We'll, we'll still we'll kick do, the dust how, a little. How about possum? And I'll. Into a little possum. My hair and my shoulder explosions and <laughs> wiggle on in there and, and Okay. So Spores uh enters to uh to begin scouting. Um Hemshaw stands up, kinda takes a look at Zia. Yeah, this is the one this is the one who did it. She she came in when we were all trying to get down to see what happened with the rifts and the tears. And she grabbed me, and I don't know, next thing, I got knocked out. Well, Emshaw, they're trying to make this thing explode so that they can blame it on the humans. And then um, what they're going to do is have the humans expelled, and then they're going to buy up all the land and become rich or have this place for the racist parties or something like that. They show so parties? Need, we need to stop them. Yes, racist parties. They're, they're, they're surprisingly quite um, entertaining. I've never been. Oh, I mean, I've never been either, but I've heard tell that they, they have quite good food. Oh. But still, racism is not good. So no. let's, let's, let's get rid of these racist elves. Um, my please. I'm already off. I'm, I'm yeah, now. he's already scuttled uh, in yeah, and is out. making his, his way up. Um, are the rest of you going to move into the building and... Proceed, or I guess you're all on the bottom yeah, floor. Yeah, so, right? so the idea is like we'd quietly and slowly move up, taking extra time to make sure we were quiet while in his beast form. You could move quickly as a as a critter and gather intel. Yeah. Okay, so you uh, you creep behind um, spores. Everybody, go ahead and roll a stealth check, including spores. Oh, 14. 12. 
21. <laughs> Oi, 21. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, stinking over here. Uh, Lealta, what was yours? 18. 18? Okay. Uh, so everybody's moving rather quietly. Uh, Hemshaw's probably being the loudest. He's making a little <clears throat> with every step, but he's trying to keep it quiet. Um, and you make your way up. You get up to the second story. And you turn the corner, and spores, as you go over the third, you stop, and you see a figure standing in the middle of the room, uh, pacing. And she, much like her sister, is a uh, very beautiful elf. Um, and this one, though, she's wearing robes, uh, dark robes. She has flowing silver hair. Uh, it's kind of wild in places. She's got a dagger in her hand that she's kind of tapping nervously as she walks. And uh, she seems to be waiting. Um, and what did you do with the sister Zia? She's on Is, my back. Are you, you're carrying her? Yeah. Okay. Did we gag her? Mm, no. I mean, not... <laughs> I don't think we he made. Have. <laughs> I don't think we did. Not intentional. I mean, she's out. Like she's gutted. I, I'm gonna search Garpoon's body while he's holding her to see if he has a handkerchief or something along those lines hanging off him. Do you have anything like that? Um, I have Lucy, but I don't think I have like any. Do you have? Do you have a cloth? Um, let me check my jerkin on underneath your armor or anything like that. Let me check. Well, as you are as you are searching him, she kind of lets out a sigh and she moves to the stairway and moves up, and you hear a door open as she. Wait, moves. she's she's on Gar Garpoon's shoulder. No, this is uh, this is the other, the sister. Oh, okay, sorry. This is what Spores is seeing. Okay, you see her move up the stairs, and you see a door open, and you know that this is the doorway up onto what would essentially be the roof of the way station cool so she's leaving the current room i'm watching her in yeah all right i want to tear I'll... off a piece of of well i do have stuff. a chunk of cloth you can have you can just i'll tear right. it i'm you gonna can... gag i just want to i want to gag uh Zio. yeah you can tear it tear it off of my i have basically a blanket you can just tear a chunk of it off cool okay. <laughs> you uh you do you gag her and uh Spores, you, uh, the room now seems quiet. They're behind you on the stairway. All right, I'll, I'll look around. I'll use my keen hearing and smell as a possum and do a perception check of the room to see if I notice anything. Thirteen. Nope. Room seems fairly quiet. Um, you can hear... The, it sounds like the door up above was not shut because you can still hear the wind outside, but right now mostly what you're hearing is the thrumming of the entire building. It's all shaking um, and a occasional static crack as a rift somewhere seems to open. I'm going to look to Hemshaw. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I, will, uh, I will scuttle my weasel body over to the door uh, that she exited and kind of Press up against the side. If she comes in, I'd be out of sight of the main okay. room. I'm gonna look at Hemshaw and be like, "Can you stop working from here?" Oh, I've got to get to the roof. There's okay. another building on the top there. That's where the repairs would have to be made. Everyone, let's move up slowly. And I'd like to motion everyone to right. go up to the third and slowly 
Like I'll peek up and I'll try and look for spores and see what's going on and try not to get noticed. Yeah, this uh, room seems empty right now. You can't exactly see where spores is because right by the door is just out of sight. Um, so this room currently looks pretty empty. I'd like to slowly continue making progress to the to the upstairs. All right, you all cross the room, and you see spores pressed against the side of the wall, looking through the door. <laughs> Uh, Spores, what you see is she is now standing on the roof, looking out over uh, kind of the the area where you just were and would have come up the hill. All right, I'll bring a little craggly little possum finger to my lips and do a... Cool. Um, Before we proceed, I know it's all tense and stuff. But can we take a fiver? <laughs> yeah, I was just getting as soon as we get to the moment, we're I'm gonna like, take a break. Okay. Just... Um, then I'm going to sneak uh, up to where Spores is. What shape is he again? Possum, right? Yeah. I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna say, "How many?" One little possum finger. What weapons? <laughs> Do I understand what that means? What's right. an impossum sound anyway? Um, <laughs> can we? Okay. Um, I need to open the door for Spores Meyer. It seems pretty clear, right? Uh, no, the door has been left open when she moved through it. Oh. And oh, uh, can, I, can I use Inspector's perception to put my cat head just sort of out of the corner? Like this is this is the wall, and I'm like. Well, even before you do, you hear her voice called down as she calls back over her shoulder. Zia, why is the human running down the hill? Oh, shit. That's where we're going to take our break. Ah, even better. (laughs) Oh, no. We should have done what Kyle said and threw him in prison. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. All right. uh, Well, that's our break then. We're going to take a quick fiver, everybody. Uh, Come on back in a second. And uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We are back to it. And looks like we're good to go. John, it's all back in your hands. All right. Just before we left, our group has decided to investigate the way station, trying to figure out a way to stop these horrible rifts from opening up. They journeyed there and ran into Zia Rosewood, an elven woman who seemingly is trying to frame human beings for the sabotage on the way station itself. They were able to defeat her in combat and release a human thrall that she was using as part of this blackmailing um, and have now ventured to the top floor of the way station where Zia's sister is seemingly waiting for her. Uh, As they were beginning to prepare uh, on what their next move would be, Uh, The sister standing up top called out, Why is the human running down the hill? Uh, I quickly quickly grab Garpoon's shoulder and I say, When I say your name, you and Lealta charge the woman. Hide here to them. And then I want to hold out my hand to Sporesmeyer for him to climb on my shoulder. Come climb. You gonna be his mount? Hurry up! Yeah. Okay. 
Wait here. When I say your name, charge out. Charge. Go full Garpoon, okay? When I say your name. Go full Garpoon's name. <laughs> and then I flip up the lapels of my jacket, so they're all... The lapels? The call, you know, the collar? Lape- no, lapels. Not... Lapels. Lapels. <laughs> hey, man, we're baffled as raised. The pronunciations are a bit if you, different. If you had lapels, man, I don't know why we sent Lialta to town to get food for horses. No man. kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. Aww. I flip out my lapels on my <laughs> coat. <laughs> and I stand upright, and I walk out all casually and cool-like. And I'm like, well, well, well. If it isn't the other Rosewood sister. She turns slowly and looks at you. Who are you? Oh, I am Salts. Baffo Salts. And I wait for her acknowledgement to dawn on her. Is it dawning on her? No. <laughs> am I on his shoulder for this? Yeah, yes. you're perched oh. on his shoulder. You're basically mounted. It's. it's I, I look at her and I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, but your plot against the human, the wild humans here, has come to an end. I know all about your plan to blame the malfunction of the way station on the humans, thereby profiting uh, from the purchase of your land in this area. But it is foiled. It is too late. Your sister has been routed. Your human slave, as you can see, is running into the hills. It's over. My plan is a little more than that, I'm afraid. Okay, Inspector's Insight. See if I can just intuit what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I are don't you, know. I like it. What are, you, what are you looking for exactly? Uh, well, I mean, I want to just intuit, like, if my brain can connect the pieces through... The, my special abilities because Bo the person hasn't figured it all out yet uh, you were I will tell you this you were spot on um, but you if if what she's saying currently is true um, uh, so focus on behavior insight into a person's intentions okay so you start to you start to look in at how she's acting and as you tell her all this you see that her reaction reads very coolly. It reads very, oh, that's, you know, a mild inconvenience, but she doesn't seem that concerned. And she says, so where is Zia then? She's a little tied up at the moment. (laughs) Aren't you witty? Indeed. Now turn yourself over to the authorities. Come with me, and there should be no harm to your person. I'm afraid not. This plan that you have uh, constructed for yourself was Zia's plan. She's been a little short-sighted all her life. I am looking for something a bit more grand than property values, I'm afraid. Oh, Oh, well, that's intriguing. I'd very much like to hear about a grand plan. And you shall. You see it. And she kind of gestures out, and when you look out over the horizon, you can see more cracks open, and water pours out of some of them, and some of them just 
holes seem to form temporarily and then close up. Um, one opens up and you see a bird fly through it, and that's seemingly all that passes. And uh, she just says, this is the plan. You've been lied to, and I am going to bring you all truth. Ah, what truth would that be? That we none of us deserve to live? And then oh. this is... Oh. Of course you deserve to live. We deserve to live in the real world, Inspector. But you know we will die. The anathema is lethal. Lies fed to you. You believe everything in history books. You're so naive. And what if you're wrong? What is your failsafe? I know that I'm right. Alter speaks to me. Oh, do I know who Alter is? Is that on the sheet? Is that a make god? A make a religion check. Religion check! No, it fell off the desk. All right. <laughs> 19 plus religion is 20. All right, you know Alter to be not a traditional religion, but there has been talk lately of groups that seem to worship the barrier itself. They think of the barrier almost in a religious deity-like way. Um, it, is a, it is considered illegal to worship Alter and be a part of this group in the country uh, because these groups have been linked to criminal activities, terrorist attacks, big cult-like religious activities that have resulted in deaths. Um, there is an element of it that is peaceful, but there is also an element of it that uh, has turned violent, and so it is not well received, and they kind of operate like a cult. I apologize, madam. What is your name, so that I may refer to you by a proper name? My name is Syndra Rosewood. Well, I apologize, my dear Syndra, but you've overlooked one thing. I understand that you've wanted to conduct your experiment outside the strictures and bureaucrats of the city who have no imagination. I respect your desire to uh, push forward where others are too cowardly to do so. But you've done so in a place where innocence may get harmed without their permission or knowledge. And as such, your intentions are suspect. And I... And I believe you must be Garpooned. What? And then we all told Tap Garpoon's back very wildly. That's the signal. Oi! Uh, all right. And I just want to hear, oi! And then a big shadow comes clumbering out the door, <clears throat> running forward. Yep. And, and the uh, second you yell, oi, everybody roll initiative. All right. Oh, and I, part of it, I wanted to look at the possum and go, fly, you possum. <laughs> like, and I sort of lean so that he can leap off my shoulder and do whatever possums do to attack. Okay. 19. Alright, that's a 19 for Garpoon. 21. 21 for Baffo. 15. 15 for Lialta. 17. A 17 for Spores. So, let me go ahead and just get this in order here. We'll roll for Syndra. Does she have any plus to her initiative? I don't think she does. Okay. 
All right, Baffo, you are the first to act. Just to give you a lay of the battlefield a little bit, um, there is kind of a small little structure that basically acts as just as a doorway that the stairway leads up to that -hmm. takes up about five feet on the roof, so you would have to come through single file. You have now passed through that. You are about... Uh, you're about 15 feet away from her. She's standing near but not at the edge of the building. Uh, Overall, the rooftop is a giant square, um, and there is a large square structure in the middle of it with a uh, about 10-foot-wide door in the middle. That's the room that Hemshaw was referring to that he needed to get to uh, to start his repairs. so, in theory, if you moved around that, you could break line of sight. You've got about 30 feet on all sides of movement around it. Well, for my for my first action, what I want to do is I'm going to take, I'm going to retcon what I said a little bit, and I'm going to take Sporesmire into my hand, and I'm going to throw throw Sporesmire at, <laughs> at the... Uh, wait, I'm going to ready the action to throw Sporesmire at the start of his turn. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, because I, I want him to be ready to to go, and I'm just I'm going to allow him. So yeah. So I pick him up and I'm I wind up with a positive in my hand, and uh, I'm going to back up enough so that I'm I'm in range to throw, but not out of range, I suppose, for the throw distance. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And that'll so we'll be say, my turn. We'll say you put about thirty feet between you and her. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll wait till the stop of his turn to throw him. At, at uh, oh. what's her name? Cynthia? Cindra? Cindra. Cindra. All right, that's my turn. All right, so that is going to make it uh, her turn, and she is going to. Oh, maybe I should have thrown him. Garpoon, yell real loud. <laughs> Distract her, don't let her attack me. I need uh, Baffo to make a wisdom save. Oh, oh, that's good actually. Wisdom is yeah, high wisdom. Speciality of mine. Oh no, five. All right. So Syndra turns and looks at you, and just says, "Neil," and all of a sudden your legs buckle, and you find yourself down on your knees. Am I still in control of my throwing arm? Um, give me just one moment. Let me just read exactly how the spell works. I don't want to tell you wrong. <laughs> so a chat room says, the difference between John and my character names is that I would have called her Syndra Shitpants. Yeah, Syndra Shitpants. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily untrue. So, uh, Jim Leahy thing. I, I'd have changed has... it a little bit. I'd call it ship tense. Ship tense. Nailed ship it. Tense. It's like past tense, but ship tense. Okay, so yeah, you are considered... We'll say you're considered prone to some degree. You're not. You're just knelt, but you will have to burn some of your movement standing For sure. at the beginning of your next turn. For sure. Um, but, uh, I'm not mind-controlled or charmed. No, you okay. just felt compelled to. Uh, I kneel. My face is my face is mad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just hating the kneeling so much. 
This is worse than being attacked, honestly. It's humiliating. And then she is going to use a bonus action, and you see her kind of move her hands, and you see a slight glow pulse around her. Not exactly sure what it does, but there seems to be a faint glow just around her body, um, uh, and magical in nature. All right. And uh, she takes one more step forward, but holds there and seems to ready herself. Uh, Garpoon, you are up next. I go, well, look what we got here. <laughs> it's the uh, <laughs> Garpoon Simpa Sibling Olympics. Oy! And I go running toward her. Oh, yeah, he's still got Z on his. Yeah, by the way, I flipped her off as I go. Just, just tossed oh, okay. her into the wind. Uh, you can use her as a club, you know. Nah, I'm not going to hit her with it. Right, you can Although just spin around not, and whirlwind like a barbarian with Z in your hands. <laughs> just, just a suggestion. I, that almost feels like a thing I should do, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going <laughs> to schluff her off. Got both axes at the ready. I'm going to charge, and I'm going to attack with my dual weapons. Okay. To start things off toe to toe. Uh, to hit, we are looking at uh, 22 and hits. Uh, did you prefer that then damage and then hit and then damage again? Like as two yeah, let's actions? find out if they hit first. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and roll both attacks and then we'll figure out damage. No problem. Um, okay, second attack is a 18. That still hit? Uh, yes, it does. All right. Uh, first attack, first blade damage will be. See what what is it? Plus three. Ah, in the wrong place. Uh, yeah. Plus three. Plus three. So that'll be six for the first. Okay. And seven for the second. Jeez. Ching ching. You. Yeah. Double whammy, baby. All right. So, Garpoon just. He shrugs the off his back, runs forward, brings the first axe down, and you get a sense of what the magic spell she cast was because you see the magic rush up, sensing his axe coming down, and start to push against the axe blade as it flies in towards her, and he just, and pushes through it, and you just see the magic snap and the blade sink into her. And she falls back from that, and he brings the other axe in, and same deal, the magic fights against it, but he just pushes through it with another roar and gives her another cut. And uh, those are pretty strong attacks right out of the gate. I apparently need to make my character stronger when fighting guys. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's uh, Garpoon. Garpoon literally destroys everything somehow. He's Next awesome. up is Spores. Go ahead. Oh, trigger my action. Oh yeah, uh, so I so I'm kneeling and I'm mad, but I'm just like in, in all my anger, I just take him and I throw him as hard as I can at her, and I like to picture him flying through the air with his tongue, like flying out of the side, <laughs> <He's> like <sighs> flying through the air. Uh, so you're now flying through the air at the start of your turn towards. Well, you. first we gotta see how good the throw is. So okay. go ahead and roll an athletics check at disadvantage because you were anticipating being standing and you are kneeling instead. Oh, no, I'm gonna throw him off the roof. A 19 and a 3. And oh, I'm a minus 1 to athletics, so it's a 2. So you you chuck him, and it, Thanks, John. it does not it does not go anywhere. She's about 30 feet from you, and he goes about 10 feet and just... Poof. Okay, 
So I, I weak. So I, I throw like this, but you know, you throw like that, and the ball just doesn't go anywhere. So I throw, I throw you about ten feet ahead, and you just sort of land on the ground. Yeah, I, I we'll say fifteen. We'll we'll say it's about halfway. You just ah, and you throw, and this this little possum just goes thump, about halfway between you, and she just kind of looks down at it and looks back at you. All right, I will break the possum form on my back and kind of ah, and then twist crawl my legs around, staying on my back, and point a hand at her and go, don't heal, and cast Chill Touch at range. Chill Touch. Uh, Is that a save or an attack roll? It is an attack roll, a magical ranged touch attack. Okay. With a 14. uh, That is going to... Hold on, let me just check the armor here. That does not make it through her new armor. Okay. So you uh, you say don't heal, and you see a little cloud of spores come out, and moisture seems to be drawn towards it until it looks literally like a hand moving through the air. And this does meet that same magical energy and it just stops, and then you see the spores break apart, and it just looks like a little plop of snow down at her feet. Alright. I will I will remain prone with my arm out. <laughs> okay. Having been possum-winded and winded upon the ground. So, uh, <laughs> Alright. At that point... Um, there is going to be a crackle of energy, and all of a sudden, three rifts pop open, oh, and nice. water is going to shoot out from the rifts, knocking you all in directions. Now, the only ones out on the roof at this point, uh, Lialta has not come up, so she is still in the in the doorway, so she is safe. Um, we are going to say Garpoon, Her, and Baffo are going to have to make dexterity saves. Dexterity. Baffo, you are at disadvantage because you were on your knees. Oh, am I in it? No, they aren't uh, aimed at you. There's only three of them. Dexter- is it dexterity saving throw? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 14. Uh, so my low roll was 11 plus 5 is 16. Okay. So these crack open and just a torrent of water shoots out. And uh, Baffo, it's a little high to you, so you just kind of duck and it shoots over your head. Um, Garpoon, you just sort of get hit by it and it just kind of makes you go... Mm. It's just an annoyance. You just stand there and whatever. It's a bit of water. And uh, for her, however, one opens and hits her from behind, and she is knocked forward. She is now also prone uh, in front of Garpoon from a blast of water. Lialta, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, seeing that she's using magic... Now, she's Faye, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. So she counts as Faye, and I figure... Garpoon will probably be taking the hits. Uh, we also will go, I've, I've got something for this. I could do this. And then she'll run up really quickly to Garpoon and, and touch his back with her hands. 
and you glow for a little bit, Garpoon, but as long as I'm concentrating for up to 10 minutes, you now are protected against damage from fey creatures. Oh, nice. Uh, dis disadvantage on attack rolls against you, and you also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Nice. I yell, you touch Garpoon in the back. God damn it. We're not, we're not taking him to a brothel ever. <laughs> All right, awesome. Love it. All right, that takes us back to Baffo. All right, so I'm on my knees. I ducked water. And she's prone? She's prone. Can I get to her? And she's at disadvantage because she's on the ground. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So basically, what would happen is you can't you can get to her even with your limited movement. Um, although, I mean, if I have to, you, I can use feline. You would have agility. to you would have to burn feline agility, but you can get to her. And okay. being prone, you would have advantage on attack rolls against her. Right. Would I have advantage on grapple? Type of attack, probably not, right? Mm, I mean, you, she would be easier to right. grapple. I think I'm just going to do two attacks. So I'll, I will feline agility. I'll um, I'll duck underneath. I'll get up, bad, and I'll just puff it, just run it with my lapels just flailing in the wind as I cat run towards it, and then like I slide on the water, then grab onto the back of her, uh, back of whatever clothes she has, and I just take my claws out and I frink right into her neck. For some advantageous attacks, okay. natural twenty. Jeez, Jeez. all right. It's gonna hurt. So, Wait, no. oh, roll, sorry. Hang on. What? Roll double your damage dice. Let's get the crit taken care of. So it's a one d four. So it's just two one d fours. So four. Yes. Okay. One boo, and then plus three. Five plus three is eight, and then my sneak attack dice is five. So what was all that? Four, five, six, seven, eight, thirteen. Jeez. And then I can do a second attack. Alright, you also have advantage on this attack. Yep, so thirteen plus five is eighteen. And this is just a D four. Two. Uh but you still get your plus three. Oh no, you don't. No, That's no, because right. I don't have dual wielder. So okay. um it's just I just I grab her. It's non-lethal, and I just take her with the claws, but still I'm not trying to puncture jugular. I just go pow, pow again, just like just rifling her, submit, and yeah, that's my turn. All right, uh, so it is now her turn, and she is going to stand up, and she is going to reach out and try to touch and cast Inflict Wounds on Baffo, who just assaulted her. Uh, so that is going to be... That, makes me, that word makes me feel bad. Inflict <laughs> <laughs> Wounds. I feel like there's four of us assaulting a woman. <laughs> hey, she started it! I know, she's a bad guy. She didn't want to get assaulted. She shouldn't have started opening rifts. Right. That is going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, that's my AC, so it's a hit. Ooh, okay. She's going to inflict wounds upon my person. She is going to inflict some wounds upon your person here. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's not that bad. 
Uh, you take 10 points of damage. It's not that bad. That's over 50% of my HP. Well, let me tell you, it could have been a lot worse. All right. <laughs> it looked a lot worse because I rolled percentage dice too, so I looked at it and was like, oh, he's dead. So inflict wounds is just she magically sort of puts her hand at me and all of a sudden wounds open up on my body? Is so, that... so what you see is you've just stabbed her and she has just turned her head and reached up and just put her hand on your chest as she's standing. And all of a sudden, you just hear tearing and ah. shredding. And you just ah. see blood start to ooze ah. between her fingers and down your fur, and you just become sleek and wet with blood as she stands up. My shirt! I like this shirt. And... <laughs> that's going to be it for her. So she has, she has stood up and uh, done that. That makes Garpoon. It is your turn. Uh, all right. I'm still directly. In f is she still down? Is she prone still? Or no? No, oh, she, she stood. stood up. She stood up. Okay. Um, she ruined my shot, the Garpoon. Is she physically on him? So she's a distance from me now. I'm trying to picture it visually. Uh, yeah. You, she is directly in front of you. Um, and then Baffo is to the right of her. Okay. Um, how many feet away from me? She's right in front of me. Right you. in front of me. So I can yeah. do a swinging. I, I can hurt her with my normal stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, that's what I'm going to do then. Uh, similar to last time, I'm going to do uh, um, dual wield damage here. First one's going to be a... Hold on. Get out of my stuff. Why? There we go. Plus five, so that's 14 uh, to hit on the first one. Uh, that is going to miss. Oh, really? Yep. All right. Uh, second hit is a 17. That does hit. All right, so I whiff the first swing, second hit. Um, let's do damage. That's going to be... Ooh, nice. Uh, so what's that? Five plus three. So that's uh, uh, sorry. Five plus three. That's uh, seven. Seven. Say eight. Eight. I have a hard time with eight for some reason. Eight. This is the same as last time. Eight All damage. Right. Uh, so your first swing, she ducks and dodges out of it, but you catch her with the second. It's a solid, solid hit. Uh, she lets out another yell. Um, she is looking very hurt at the moment. And that brings us to spores. All right. Is uh, our man, our repairman, up on the roof? <laughs> oh, you know what? I forgot his turn altogether. So I'm going to give him his turn real quick, and he might do <laughs> a little bit more than you might expect because he was supposed to go twice now. Uh, so our man, Hemshaw, has uh, kind of made his way out and has run across and opened up the double doors and is starting to go inside at this moment he's in the doorway going into where he needs to be to repair uh the facility excellent all right i will i will gather myself up which takes what half my movement yes yep and i will run forward until i'm in 10 range of her and bring my cupped hand around under and slap the top of it your plan is pure weevil and shoot bugs <laughs> did you say weevil weevil <laughs> 
You make Garpoon laugh. <laughs> I, I love the detail on that. Uh, it was a 10 to save. I think that's too low, right? Yep, 13 is the cutoff. Okay, you uh, do your buggy damage. All right, I hit her for five points of poison damage, and she must run five feet east. All right. Does it say anything about uh, opportunity attacks? Does not provoke opportunity attacks. Okay, so she... uh, Forced movement usually doesn't. uh, She... All of a sudden, you see the spray of bugs land over. It kind of arcs over the two of you based on where Spores is. And uh, she moves just off to the side from all of you, kind of back away. She's a little closer to the ledge. Um, She's still, I mean, she's still about 25 feet away from it, but just a heads up. And uh, closer to to the ledge there. That is, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle, are you, uh, are you done with your turn? Do I maintain within 10 feet of her? Um, hold on, let me think about where you would be, where she would be. Yeah, I think you are. Cool, then I will maintain my position. Okay. Uh, all right, more rifts are going to open up. You just, the entire platform shakes violently, and you just hear and six rifts open up. Everyone needs to make a dexterity save check. 21. One. Five. 20. Uh, Kyle, was yours five? Yes. Okay. All right. While you figure stuff out, can I ask Kyle, eventually with this character, could you make an army of bugs that you can stand on and have them move you around? Oh, that'd be pretty sick. I don't know. I haven't gone deep into druid spells. That would be... I just had this vision of you not walking, but when you moved around, it was like a little mass of bugs under you that carried you where you needed to Oh, that'd be the best. Like, like someone pushes me down, I go, ah, and fall on my side, but then just kind of slide to safety and (laughs) wiggle up, (laughs) climb into a house and leave. Yeah, exactly. Needs to be a thing for real. All right. So as these portals open and more torrents of water seem to rush through it, um, most of you are able to dodge it. Oddly enough, she's the one who wanted this to happen and she keeps getting pegged by it, but she gets blasted by a shot of water um, that knocks her backwards a little further from the ledge. Unfortunately, Kyle, she is now outside of uh, the 10 feet. Um, She's now about 20 feet away from the edge. Uh, Lialta, you are knocked forward by one you didn't realize was even behind you, and you are knocked prone. Um, So you fall kind of flat on your face. And, uh, oh, you know what, Kyle? You're fine, because you got pushed the same direction, because you actually get hit and knocked forward as well. So you've kind of done the full shift forward along with her. And that is going to bring us to Lialta's turn. You are currently prone and covered in seawater. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coughing up the seawater, but I'll hold up my magic, my holy symbol. Be healed, Bafo! With my eyes shut, so I'm trying to... <laughs> so it's just That's some awesome. radiance. <laughs> and uh, you get max of eight, po- eight, eight, 
eight HP back. Eight hitch points. Perfect. I'm topped up. Hitch points. Hitch points. Hitch points. Yeah. Use that Sold with a talking with horse. <laughs> That's my turn. All right. That brings us back to Baffo. How far am I from uh, Cynthia or Syndra? Uh, she's about five feet away from you. All right. I'm going to. Uh, did she get hit with the water? She did, didn't she? She did. Yeah. I want to. I want to just grab her by her clothes. <clears throat> grapple her. All right. Make I'm a walk up and grapple her. It's got to be strength, strength for me. Check. Yep. Twelve. Twelve. Let's see what her highest is. It's Dex. Natural one. You grabbed her. All right. I just grab her. <clears throat> Time for this to end, and I pick her up. Now I use five feet to walk to. It's not difficult terrain yet for me, right? No. Okay, so then I'm going. Now it's movement. I think when you have someone grappled, is half speed. Correct. So I'm gonna so twenty feet towards the ledge. Yep. Dash action to double my thirty feet to sixty feet. Or okay. Not, not, yeah, I get sixty feet. So now I've got fifty-five remaining, and I want to walk her right up to the ledge and hang her off of it. And I'm dangling her above it, and I say, "Okay, so I'm gonna say that in order, so the grapple, we're gonna call that an action because that's the the grapple action. She's obviously gonna fight being held over an edge, and that struggle to push her over the edge is going to be, we're gonna call it another grapple because it's gonna be another contest to see if she can break free before you hold her out over the edge. So that will have to wait until next. I can, I guess, I can, yeah, I can lean her up on the ledge. Like I, but I'm using all my movement so that we're grappled next to the ledge." So that someone else could knock her off, basically. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to drop her over. I think you're right about that. So okay. But I move her right up to the ledge, and I'm up the ledge too. And there's rifts all around me, open squirts of water just everywhere, and I'm just holding her there. And then I, I picture lightning striking. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's my turn. All right. She's going to uh, look at you, and uh, let's see here. She's going to look at you, and she's going to say, No thanks. Make a wisdom saving throw. Come on, I got a good modifier. Just roll good, roll big. Lealta, help me! 14 plus... Oh no, yeah. 14 plus 3 is 17. Oh, alright. You, uh... You saved, and you feel magic creep into you that suddenly tenses your muscles and makes you unable to move at all. And you just sort of shake your head, and then you just feel the magic break, and you're still in control of your body. This is, this is Kylo Ren and Rey, like, on the ledge, just like two lightsabers, and me and her just like, Argh! Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all she's going to have to do. So that brings us to Garpoon. You're about 30 <laughs> feet away from her. She's right at the edge of a ledge uh, being held onto by Baffo. Uh, grappled with him. Alright. I'm going to... Um, I have to dash if I want to get there, don't I? Uh, no, you can use your movement to get there. It's just 30 feet. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna rush up there and go, With me, kitty! Uh, I'm gonna rush up there and I'm going to... Uh, grab her also? So that it's two of us <laughs> okay, <laughs> trying to chuck her out of there. Okay. So I don't know if that's another grapple. What the, What is that for me to do that? 
let's say go ahead and make a grapple check let's just see how this goes okay uh make a strength check i should say strength check Ooh, yeah i like strength check all right here we go bless you bless you (laughs) 22 uh all right let me ask you this, mm. because she rolled very poorly, and you rolled very well. Mm. Would Garpoon be throwing her off the tower? Hells yeah, he would. All right. So, do you want to describe how Garpoon runs up and removes Syndra from the top of this building? Yes, I'm going to charge up. Actually, I'm going to take my axe. Here we go. I'm going to take my axes, and I'm going to throw them in the mud. Thunk, thunk. Okay. It, it's a building. Or the, yes. sorry, into the. <laughs> there's, there's mud off the side. Yeah, Why but, there's, the over the but there's been like mud and water and all kinds of shit everywhere. So I'm just going to yeah. throw them into the ground and they're going to go thunk, thunk. I assume it's made of wood, so they'll stay. It's metal, but they do anyway. All right. Uh, uh, and I'm going to yell, It's never too soon for Garpoon! And I'm going to run as. <laughs> hard and fast, I'm going to rip her out of Bo's hands or out of uh, Bafo's hands. Just yank her out and toss her just like a big freaking uh, crash test dummy flipping end over end in the, into the air. Just, <laughs> just like <laughs> So she just looks like a, like a gorilla who got flung off a uh, uh, flung off of a trebuchet. Like Donald, or Donald Duck or Goofy flying off the side of a cliff. Or yeah, whatever. and I want her just to, to go flying as far as I can chuck her to ensure her her death. <laughs> All right, you throw her, and she goes flailing over the edge. Uh, it's such a strong throw. She says something, but nobody hears it. She's already too far off the side, and she just plummets down. She goes uh, not even on the path on the way down. She goes over the edge of the cliff even further and just disappears from sight. You don't even hear a thud. Uh-oh. Pretty sure we killed her, right? No, we have to go find I look at the cat and go, good job, kitty. And I pat him on the head and I walk the other way. I walk toward my axes. <laughs> I'm pissed. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's water raining down on me, and I'm, my dignity is damaged completely. So you hear a you hear a call from uh, Hempenshaw. If you're all done, I could use a hand in here. I've done this yes. before, and I'll run well, over there. Right. I have two hands. And uh, so you go in, you have helped Hempenshaw, re- uh, not Hempenshaw, but you have helped an engineer repair this uh, facility before, and you... Uh, you kind of assist and hold things and you know press against things when needed and he hands you a couple wires and you hold on to them you don't understand any of what you're doing but you understand deep down that it's ultimately very important and i'd say probably within the next five ten minutes all of a sudden you the crackling energy in the air dissipates and you hear the the hum again And everything now sounds like it's moving smoothly and evens out. That sound is good, right? I think so. Hemshaw kind of wipes his brow and comes out and... Okay. It's fixed. 
That should do it. Carpoon secures here. Oi. I run down the... I go get her. Put her on my shoulder again. Uh, coax Lucy out. Give her a pinch of cheese. She goes away. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, so... <laughs> Is there anything you want to do before heading back down to town? Find uh, the body. Okay, so uh, you make a point on your way leaving to go down the edge of the cliff, and uh, you do find the body of Syndra. Uh, she's real beat up. <laughs> it's a real bad fall. It's not a pretty sight, but she definitely is dead. And his, his... Oh, they say, but she's definitely okay. It sounded yeah. like was it a pretty <laughs> like oh. Is this is is my is the lady on my back? Is she also confirmed dead? No, she's still alive. She's breathing. She's. I think she's unconscious. No, yeah, she's. Her. Yeah, she's still unconscious. All right, I'm going to say as we're standing over the confirmed kill, I'm going to say any reason we need to keep this one, we could leave Mommy? her here. Let the sisters rot in hell. Uh, First thing I'd say is, suppose you need to put the mushrooms in this one's nose to balance life and death and all of that. This was a nasty death, yes. She'd come back with much hate. Uh, probably hates us from the other side anyway. So let's limit her ability to do so. And I start, you know, gathering up around my skin the spores and spreading them on her. And, well, she'll, she'll rot nicely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, your, your work here, suppose my is fascinating. Thanks. I should, I should like to see your laboratory. It's called a cave. Well, I'll have to come visit your cave once the work's done here. Perhaps there's some, like, I, I can learn about your <clears throat> manner of decomposition. I'm heading there anyway to check on our friend. Uh, we should turn in Zia to the authorities, and we have some some money to collect for our work. Your druid ways are new to me. Did, did you... Bet. Wait, yeah. all of us here are here to collect gold from the successful completion of our mission? Yes. Uh, sure. Sporsmeyer does not get any. We should give him some. A personal favor to Waldo, huh? It's, uh... <laughs> To Waldo? Where's Waldo? <laughs> Waldo lives in the human village, and he's real nice. Where's oh. Waldo? And I knew his grandpa, but it wasn't his grandpa. That doesn't make sense. You're talking in Neither, riddles, it, it, nature boy. They gave me the backpack. Right, so is that you saying you don't want any gold? I will be paid by the town in goods and... Whatever they can spare. Well, um, <clears throat> if I, I, we do have business in the city, but I would definitely uh, come to your cave post-haste to see your laboratory. Uh, do, you, do you have directions? Where are you from the Gnarls? And I'll lean over and whisper directions to my cave. Perfect. To I, make a, I make a note in my notebook. And, well, it was a pleasure working with you in your unusual ways. I look forward to learning more. And I hold out a paw. No. Clasp in both hands and give it a, brig a vigorous shaking, and I'll move to the next hand in range. Uh, oh. DM, do I do I have any bugs on my hand from the handshake? Um, make an investigation check. Nine plus uh, five, I think. Three, eleven, twelve. Twelve. Uh, 
You see one make a hop over, but it can be knocked aside pretty easily. Okay, I get it. I get it out of there. I start scratching my claws and walking away. Okay, <laughs> good call. Um, so you begin to kind of, as this is all happening, make your way back towards the town, down away from the the way station, which continues to hum, um, functioning properly as it should. And by the time you get to the town itself, you see a gathering of people heading towards you. Um, you recognize the elder among them, um, as well as the, the guard, uh, Takuri, and uh, a couple other villagers, a couple humans, um, as well as the uh, human that you had helped out, uh, Nico, and had sent running. Um, seems he had... It's a few too many people for my liking, and I will cat form and just start trotting off. Okay, you're oh. uh, you're gonna walk away from from everybody, sneak yeah. off from everyone. All right, so go ahead and roll a stealth check. See if uh, you are noticed. Uh, nine. Okay, so. They uh, they are all approaching, and they do see Spores trying to slink off on his own. Um, and Spores, as you're as you're leaving, all of a sudden you hear a voice: "No, Spores, don't, 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 don't!" And it's uh, it's Waldo Warren is one of the people among there um, trying to catch your attention. I'll give a big slow turn around and kind of against my posture, walking that way. <laughs> and uh, they they kind of gather you up and they go it's it's repaired and the elder walks up she's nodding and she gestures towards Zia is this the one that's responsible then uh, <clears throat> yes her and her sister Syndra Syndra hmm. met a uh, an unfortunate fate at the hands of Garpoon, as he likes to be called. It's my name! We gave her a chance. She, I told her to stand down. She did not. So I unleashed the Garpoon upon her. She said our history was a bunch of lies or something, too. Well, she's always been a little uh, weird, to say the very least. Um... It's beyond words what you've done here today. And uh, she looks at the cat that she's now heard called Spores. And she kind of kneels down. And you, I know you are a human. And I know you are unbranded. But you have a place here in Common's Rest whenever you need. You are not someone who should be hiding. You are a hero to us. No, I'll unfold out of the cat form and unexpected. And uh, she looks at you all and she says, "There are a couple of things we need to decide what to do." And at that point, the Janasi that you have been had been fighting with steps forward, and she walks up and says there's a chance that maybe I misjudged you all you, yes. def you definitely have fixed things here hopefully it remains such but 
there was one. Think, what do you think should happen? <laughs> she keeps looking at Bafo, who keeps talking. <laughs> uh, what do you think should happen with uh, the other humans? These Don't new brand ones? them. Just let them live here peacefully. They mean no harm. They've, they've proved their worth. No need to brand those who prove their worth. And the elder speaks up and she says, This is a very dangerous proposition. These people are from beyond the barrier. That means that they are considered flux. They are illegal here. Well, I we... have no problem letting them continue to live in the gnarls or moving to Commons Rest if they so choose. But if word of this ever gets to the capital, or maybe even Serifax, people will come, and many people will die. It is important we keep this secret. They saved, your, they saved your arse. I think you can trust them to keep it to themselves. And uh, the Janasi looks around and says... I have been wrong about many things. I could be wrong about this. I yes. will keep it a secret. I won't say anything. Then it is agreed. Right. And what do we do with this one? She gestures towards Zia. I would have you decide what to do with her. Uh, well, um, they did try to plot to not only harm unbranded humans, but everyone in commoners rest. So we can still keep this secret and yet bring her to uh, judgment for tampering with the way station with the intention to to do harm. No one will believe her stories about the humans. It was her excuse and her lie. So we can just say that it was a lie and that um, she, her sister, wanted to <clears throat> had a belief that uh, the way state, the, the, the the fact that the waste stations uh, would kill us was a lie and wanted to prove it by actually doing it and without going through proper experimentation or authorities to do it. So really, we can just ignore that part of it. And I'm pretty sure we can get her uh, put in one of the prisons for quite a long time so that she can't cause any more trouble. I fear if she's left uh, free, she will continue to plot against the community here. And what of you for? Is it your intention to return to Serifax? I'd like gold. Where, where's Grizz? He's back in Serifax at the moment. Our first, our first order of business will be to return to Grizz and collect our earnings. And then, <clears throat> well, um, Lealta has agreed to be my new assistant, so I'm sure there are more people that require help in the world. And she and I will... Uh, find out what is uh, what other mysteries there are in the in Arivia that require our unique brand of attention and I'm fairly certain wherever Liata will go Garpoon will be two inches behind her guarding her yeah we'll decide what we do with you and the girl when we get there very good then you don't mind being the escorts for Zia back to Setafax to face judgment we can handle this, right? Uh, she can strap to the back of a horse as well as any other animal. Well, and 
The Janasi steps forward and says, I would have no problem taking her back if you would prefer to be free to do other things or take your time. No. No, we're headed, we're, I mean, you can you can journey with us if you wish. Once enemies, now friends. And she and I, nod, nods her head and she puts her hand out and she says, My name is Sashal Meadows. Pleased to meet you. Sashal? Sashal. Sashal. And um, I'll shake her hand and I'll make a show of my tail while I do it. Okay. A very subtle flirtatious indication. Subtle. Oh, look at Baffo flirting. Every every campaign, Baffo's flirting. It's like when a cat puts his butthole in your face. It's not like that. Exactly. It's not unlike that. All right. Walk that scent. And uh, the dwarf Madeline steps forward and she says, Well, hell, not going till tomorrow anyway. Why don't you all have a room back at my place? It's on the house. We'll take care of y'all. I don't think Garpoon would wish to stay there unless you had some meat instead of cabbage soup. Well, as it just so happens, I have it on good authority that our uh, supply caravan is due in this evening. So, if there's any reason to celebrate, this is it. Garpoon, uh, what say you? I'm happy to stay if we can get food, rest... And meat. But, and meat. Okay. They need to meet Garpoon. <laughs> That's spelled with that, an A. Yeah. <laughs> to anybody who might look confused among the townsfolk, I just say it. That means he's happy with the arrangement. <laughs> All right. So, in order, we are at about time so in order to sort of move things along we're going to kind of jump through this unless there's anything anybody else feels like they should strongly be doing at this particular moment negative all right so just to kind of close out the story and let you know uh the fate of our companions here uh that evening a caravan does in fact come into town and madeline informs you that typically you know, it's very difficult to get supplies out in the Badlands. The capital doesn't, and even Serifax, for as rich of a town as it is, doesn't put up the uh, escorts to bring it through. So frequently supplies that go through are robbed and taken, you know, taken away. Uh, but there is a group of adventurers, uh, several groups actually, that have stepped forward willing to guide these caravans to these outer towns and help assure supplies continue through the trade routes and you watch as one rolls in and uh, pulls up and there's a uh, tiefling guiding the cart um, kind of brings it in and pulls up and you see Madeline go walking out and she puts her hands up and you see a big old keg of mead get dropped onto one of her shoulders and uh, a weight and then she kind of just ushers like come on come on come on and you see another hand drop down as this uh, lizard folk in the back just one hands a barrel onto her shoulders she goes carrying it back uh, into the inn and uh, supplies are there there's meat for Garpoon um, and generally speaking you know it's it's a celebration there is a somber element because they have tried to bring as many of these humans from this uh, calamity down in the gnarls up into town 
uh, to kind of familiarize them with the area and what's going on. And so there's a somber quality because there are people who have been separated from their families, either through loss of life or, you know, the rift separated one side on one, one side on the other. And, uh, but you all are celebrated as heroes who have helped assure the safety of the town and uh, are welcomed. And as you are getting ready to, you know, the that night, um, you've kind of finished your celebrations and you gather and the uh, cart that brought in the supplies pulls up alongside of you. And right now at the particular moment, it's this fancy looking goblin that's pushing the cart forward. He's got a little top hat crooked to the side. Um, and he's just kind of, and, uh, four adventurers step out from behind the cart and look at you. And, uh, the first walks up to you and says, uh, well, you all did a fine job. Uh, we, uh, coming into town just behind you and seems like this place wouldn't even be here if it weren't for you. By the way, uh, sorry, I'm not being very polite. Name's Dion Tallings. Uh, happy to make your acquaintance. And he gestures towards his companions, and you look, and one is a tiefling, and he gestures towards her and says, This here is Faith. And uh, <laughs> another man comes up, and he's shrouded all in black, glowing red eyes beneath the cowl. And uh, he goes to introduce him, and that guy steps forward and says, I'll introduce myself. <laughs> My name's Nah. Nah Haggard of Lunar Mountain. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the lizard folk that you saw helping uh, unload earlier comes walking up and uh, Dion gestures and says, uh, and this here is Nur. And uh, the lizard folk just kind of gives a polite nod and says, um, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and it sounds like you did a fine job today. Uh, turns out you might give us a run for our money someday if you keep it up. You all should be proud of yourselves. But uh, I got a note here for uh, Engineer Hemshaw. Hemshaw kind of comes forward takes the note and looks at it and uh, he says oh it's uh, it's from Grizz uh, says he's waiting for you back in Serifax hopes everything went well he's looking forward to uh, giving you all your pay um, but I'm to continue on with these fellows they're going to take me up north apparently there's another problem that needs uh, seeing to for me and uh, be careful they look kind of sketchy. I don't trust that, uh, that Diane Tallings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. It's, uh... Kapu, is there somebody here you don't trust either? <laughs> I don't trust... I barely trust you, cat. Come on. We've had some friendship. You said I was a good cat and patted me on my head. There was one step greater than before. But is there yeah. someone in that party you don't trust? The tall one in the black hood. <laughs> That's my thought, too. Hey, he look. looks at you and he says, Well, I don't really trust you either. 
I could yeah, have, a, have a heart nah. I could cut you into four pieces right now, you rancid piece of shite. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see Dion put his hands up. All right, all right. We're all friends here. Now, maybe we've had a little bit to drink, but uh, no need to be fighting with one another. We're all in the same line of work, and we're going to go ahead and get a, on our way. And uh, all these strangers seem to go and uh, get back up on the cart. Uh, this time, the lizard folk takes a seat next to the goblin and takes the reins. Um, and he says... Come, Kabak, let's go! And uh, shakes the reins, and the little goblin kind of gives a little cheer, and the horses start to pull forward. Is the goblin jacking it? This goblin's a lot fancier than other goblins we may have. The opposite of jacking it. Top hats. So, as the four of you watch. Yeah, the opposite of jacking it is top hats. Yeah. Yeah, you get dressed up. <laughs> yeah. And <then> so, <laughs> as the four of you watch this strange group of adventurers depart the town, you feel a strange sense of kinship to them. Seemingly odd individuals who have come together for the aid of others and have seemingly become something greater. Taking a moment to look at yourselves, you see that in many ways you are the same. Some from wealth and power, others from quiet isolation. In pursuit of finding yourself, truth, justice, or even simply coin, you all came together on this day and changed things. The Janasi you fought, Sashal Meadows, has now perhaps become a little more open-minded as to the way the world actually works. The Gnarls is now home to a huge human refuge where people will be able to exist unbranded without having to fear for the law, at least for now. Cinder Rosewood is dead, and her brother Zia, or sister Zia, is uh, on her way to face justice. The way station has been restored, and the town of Commons Rest is now celebratory, and seems to be like maybe it's going to grow into something a little more substantial. As you reflect on this, Madeline Shinetop approaches you, lets you know that your rooms are ready. You can turn in for the night. There's still at least one journey back to Serifax for your group. As you prepare to give, uh, as you prepare for that, you give one last look to the horizon. Those strange travelers, you wonder what's next for them as well. Likewise, what might be next for you? Does Madeline meet? Wait, before you do the final... No, it's over, Bo! (laughs) (laughs) I want to know if Madeline meets Garpoon. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you think there's a little something there, do you? She might have misinterpreted meeting Garpoon as meeting something else. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your ending, but I was really excited to know. (laughs) No, let John say it again. All right. uh, Rewind before Bo just wanted to find out if anybody got laid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, definitely it's not. It's D&D. <laughs> <laughs> um, those strange travelers and wonder what might be next to them, and likewise, what might be next for you. The end. The end. Yeah! Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good, John. You killed it. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Mm.
the whole town. No let's see. <laughs> Actually, I can get the whole town to uh, cheer for you. Hold on. Here we go. There they go. They're all like, ah. The great That's the noise the town's making when Garpoon's meeting. Yeah, when I meet Madeline, and the whole and the whole house is here. I am Garpoon. <laughs> oh, oi, oi, oi! You touched Garpoon. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's high fiving outside the door. I hope we get to return to that world someday because I love these characters and uh, they're awesome. Uh, well done, everybody. Now, here's the important thing. Next week, right here at this self same uh, live channel and podcast after and everywhere you get the show, we launch into what will be phase two or uh, year two, I guess, of our dragon engine campaign we catch up with varel and hope and stanley and nash and possibly diane Talis and find out what they're up to uh three during months later three months later where they've been the more uh, maybe not more important than that but something else is happening next week and so i just want to tease it we're going to launch some cool stuff next week that's all i'll say about it some rad ways that you can not only support the show but get cool stuff from us and i'm very excited about it. we've been working hard on it and we'll have it ready for next Saturday's session of There Will Be Dungeons. For now, go to therewillbedungeons.com. You can leave us a message uh, and say whatever you want. You have comments about this two-part one-off? We'd love to hear it. If you have comments have about... Comment. Oh, what's your comment? Yes, please. Nice job, John. Thank you for DMing. It yeah, it was great. Oh, thank well you. Thank you yeah. all for uh, really... joining me on this fun little journey. It was it really was, good. That uh, was a blast. I love these characters. Yeah, they're great. They're pretty great. And uh, you did a really good job. I uh, Like I say, I hope we return to these someday in, in some fashion because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Some more crossover would be cool, too, and I'd love the ending, uh, except for the meat part. <laughs> anyway, hey, <laughs> uh, well done. It was awesome uh, across the board. We'll be back next week with a bunch of new surprises and the beginning of the next chapter of the lives of our favorite heroes in There Will Be Dungeons. Again, therewillbedungeons.com is where you'll go for now. Until next week, we'll see you then. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You okay, Bo? Everything all right over there? I just, I just, I was listening to that sound and I just had, I pictured that being Sporesmeyer. That's what his cave sounds like. <laughs> <laughs>